Liberty in a Talk podcast. We'll know topic is off limits. Now here's your host, Mind Daddy, and Void of Soul. Thank you for coming to the Pot podcast. Boom, talk, boom. All right, we'll start in three, two, one. Uh, you saw a TikTok video, and that's when you're like, now I guess I know how to do a man bun, so now I'm going to rock with that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I believe you should always evolve as a person. And hey, you hey, man, try new things evolving. out. I don't, I'm not mad at that. <laughs> oh, shit. We didn't evolving even do a, into a man bun? We didn't even do a mic check. Get this thing up as close to your uh, mouth, kind of like a little higher. It, it, it'll block your... Okay. Yeah. Is it, that better? Yeah, you tell me. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I can't hear me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah, TikTok is... So I... Everyone has been, you know, talking about TikTok. I mean, <clears throat> I've had TikTokers on the podcast. Like, these people are, like, legit TikTokers. And I've always tried to stay away from it. I was like, I got to stay away because I know it's going to suck me in. Like, I'm just one of those dudes that can get hooked. And so I stayed away, stayed away, stayed away. And then, I don't know, I'd have to go look at my TikTok uh, follow me at Neander Talk Podcast on TikTok. <laughs> I maybe like a month or so ago, I was like, oh, let me just kind of throw some pictures up there and see what happens. And then like the first one, you know, no hashtags, no followers, and they got like six hundred and something views. I was like, whoa, this for doing nothing. And then you start watching other people's TikToks. It, 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 that's why I stayed away from it. I knew it. It's got me. It's a stupid drug. It's got me. It's got me hooked. Yeah, I when I say I. A TikTok. I just saw it on Instagram. I I made a TikTok. I made two videos like six or seven months ago. Uh, but yeah, it's. I know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna find a conspiracy theory. I'm gonna go down a rabbit hole. Yeah. And I'm gonna lose a couple days. So I just stay away from TikTok. You do? Yeah. Yeah. It's smart. It's. I think you should stay away from everything. Uh, Charles. Cheers. Salute, my friend. Thank you. Uh, Cam F. Awesome, ladies and gentlemen, in the building. He's drinking on what I assume is probably H2O. Yeah. And uh, Charles running the cameras back there. And I are sipping, of course, on the sponsored West Bottoms Whiskey Co. Holla at your boy. Uh, well, thank you for being here again. And I thank you off mic, but Thanks I know. Thanks for having me. Yeah, this is, this is great. We don't have to talk about hairstyles this whole time. But, okay, cool. But we, <laughs> but we can keep going. Like, I'm into this. <laughs> I've gone through them all. I had a bowl cut. I had a perm. I had dreadlocks. I've I've shaved it. Uh, you know, now I'm looking like a sweet little dime piece with a normal haircut. <laughs> Salute everybody! All right, so shout out to Dr. Susan Harrison for setting this up. Friend of the show. I think she said. I don't know. Probably told you to talk to me and me to talk to you. Yeah, I think she connected us via email. Yes. And then I did a little bit of research. Like I said, I, don't, I know very little about you. I know you could knock my ass out. I would never. Yeah, well, I would never. Yeah, I would never say anything or do anything to have that happen. <laughs> but uh, Golden Gloves? Yeah, uh, I won Golden Gloves Nationals uh, four times. What does that even mean to those yeah. people? Because I'm not a huge boxing yeah. guy. So what's weird is not a lot of people know. So it's like. It's like I'm really good at something very obscure. I know it's badass. Back in high school, that was always a rumor like, oh, don't don't fuck with him. He won a golden glove. Yeah. 
but no one really knows what it means. Nobody knows what uh, it means. They always think it's just. It, uh, means- it, it's actually uh, the most prestigious or well-known boxing tournament in the country, and uh, there are, I believe, amateur or pro uh, amateur. Okay. So, and there's like yeah, so it's throughout the country amateur. So that just means they don't get paid. Uh, and there's, I believe, 32 regions, and they meet together at nationals once a year. And the coolest thing about winning that tournament is you get like almost a Super Bowl ring, oh, and it cool. has your name on it, your weight class, and the city that you won it in. And that's like the really cool boxing award. Uh, wow! That's Congratulations. Yeah. Thanks. How many champion? Like how many champions are there every year? Uh, eleven. Okay. Yeah. 11 male uh, and 11 female. Wow. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. Well, congratulations. That's great. When was that? Uh, How many times did you do it? Did you win? Four. That's insane. Yeah. Now, why four? How come? So I know very little. Like, I know very little about anything, to be honest with you. (laughs) But, like, so I play, like, if you play golf, I would think if you won the amateur championship once or twice, you, you go pro. Yeah. But is so, that in, boxing is different? Do you just uh, so or can you go pro? Like how does that work? Did you go pro? It, turning pro is it's weird because in, you think turning pro means something, but you just kind of sign a paper. You don't have to qualify for it. It's just like, but you can make. Can you make money as an amateur? Uh, not by fighting. And you can uh, get like sponsorships, sponsorships and, stuff. and stuff. Yeah, and it's you get very little from that. Uh, a lot of because. It's of course not, it's not a big sport, mm-hmm. so it's pretty big. You don't even know about it, man. I know a little <laughs> bit. I I know I know there's a I know that Golden Gloves is like a badass like boxing thing. I yeah. know it's a boxing, and I'm saying boxing as a sport's pretty yeah. big. And but I will say that Kansas City Golden Gloves, uh, I believe it's the 80th annual. Uh, it's the longest running sports uh, event in Kansas City. And that's going to be their – Wow. They have their state championships, so Golden Glove – Kansas City Golden Glove championships once a year in a, in May. So it's at, usually at Memorial Hall, and I always love when people come out and support that. Even though I'm not fighting in it, I always go out to that. I bet you that would be fun. I've never been to a boxing match. I never – I just – I never got into boxing a little bit. I, I'm older, so I'm like 42, I think. And I remember a little bit of Mike Tyson – when he was boxing back in his prime and that was always exciting but i never really got into got the bug or whatever um but i imagine going to it would be pretty fun to watch yeah it it's once they made the whole pay-per-view thing it was kind of out of the view of the normal public and then it, unless it was a tyson and you'd go out your way to spend 80 dollars for like boxing, mm-hmm. but now it's a little better. Yeah, and then there was always HBO. Was it yeah. HBO fights and Showtime? Yeah, yeah. But weirdly, uh, I don't know that much about boxing. Okay. Yeah. Were you a, a big fa- you were were you a big fan of it before? Like, how did you get into boxing? Uh, in high school, I I used to thought think I got bullied a lot. I realized I just. I was a super anxious kid. Okay. And I didn't really realize that, but uh, I boxed so people would leave me alone. So <laughs> essentially, to stop being picked on. 
uh, yeah. What were they picking you on you for? You, I, you don't look like a small dude. You're oh, not I, ugly. You, you just look like a, I don't know. I mean, maybe you were an ugly duckling or something and exploded into this, this Adonis that you are now. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I'm blushing. Uh, no, I, I, I did hit a growth spurt a little later on, but I was, I was chubby and I was very insecure. Uh, but I felt like if I box, I can wear that like shield of I'm a boxer mm-hmm. and no one will pick on me. And yeah, I rode that shield my entire life. I, I don't even street fight. I'm not even confrontational, <laughs> but yeah, I don't. So just dude. for the, like battle anxiety and the battle bullying, you became a boxer. Yeah. Now that I look back at it, that's why it was, but I didn't see it in the moment. Would you tell yourself? I just uh, want to do it. I thought I wanted to get a date to prom. I was like, if I look like a boxer, I'll get a date to prom. <laughs> we'll the answer. That's the answer for everything a man does. It boils down to one thing and one thing only. <laughs> Holy crap. Okay. I'm going to just start boxing because it's going to get me laid at prom. I'm going to get me a girl and go to prom. All and, right. And I mean, <laughs> all right. I mean, look. That's what's that's what the that's in our DNA. That's what we we that's and then you. I, I wish it was a more romantic story. Hey, did it work? Were you just crushing it afterwards? No. How about no. after you won those golden gloves and you're you're walking like and you're you're doing interviews on ESPN and making people crack up? I mean, surely that had to have uh, some benefits of the female uh, side. Yeah. Ah, uh, who knows, right? Right. Who yeah. Knows? Yeah. You probably don't want to talk about that now that you have uh, you're in a relationship. Now. Yeah. You probably I got a can't lady talk now. about that. Well, I mean, she knows you had a past. Oh, she knows, but I mean, I'm assuming you had a past. I don't even know. Maybe you, maybe you went to, maybe you got into boxing and you married the sweetheart uh, from prom, and you've been happily ever after with her. I don't know. Nah. Did it work? Did you get a prom date from I, boxing? N- nah, I got, I got, I, got, I went with a friend. She's cool. Okay. Yeah. Damn. I know, right? You, I wish that story would end up, would have ended differently, but. <laughs> and also, I didn't know what I was thinking because you know what they sell you on like TV of like what will be what prom will be. It was just like a very fancy high school dance. Yeah. It was a letdown, actually. It, it the dance is always a letdown. I don't think anybody goes for the dance. I think everybody goes for the party afterwards. Or the parties. I mean, that was big where I went to high school. Yeah, I, I didn't go to my prom parties. I went to other schools' prom parties. I take that back. I did not go to my prom. My So I went to Leavenworth for just my senior year of high school, and I didn't go to that prom. I, in fact, snuck there with a couple of the bad kids, if you will, with paintballs and lit people up as they were going inside with their dresses <laughs> and shit on. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I did go to my other, a couple of other proms from my previous high school. It was phenomenal. I mean, the parties there were epic. Oh my gosh. High school parties. I don't know. I don't know what kind of, what kind where did you go to high school? You're not from here, right? You're from no. uh, New York. Yeah. Long, uh, Long Island. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I didn't, I didn't go to much parties in like in high school, but, and I didn't go to college, but I did go to college parties. Nice. Yeah. I kind of did that too. I went to college here and there for a little bit, but most of the college parties I went to, I wasn't 
yeah, currently attending college a long time ago. Uh, so you do a lot of different things. I've seen you some funny clips. They're so long ago from your box. Are you still boxing? No, no. Okay. Yeah. Why? Okay. When, how long did you end that? Uh, the pandemic. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, I was, uh, you've traveled the world boxing. Yeah. You were an ambassador. You were on the national team. Is that the amateur national team? I'm assuming. Yeah. Is that Olympics or no? Yeah. Wow. So, uh, see, that's why you can be an, an amateur. You can be on the Olympics. That is the, the one benefit. But if you turn pro, you can't go to right. the Olympics. Uh, and I had this whole dream of going to the Olympics. That was like my whole goal. And wow. 2008, I qualified for the Olympic trials. I lost. Uh, then I won nationals in 2008 and pretty much won a national championship every year up to 2012. 2012, I won the Olympic trials. And wow. then I messed up because I left the country and didn't tell the drug testing people. And they showed up to give me a random drug test. In Lenexa. And I was in a different country. And even oh, though no. I got drug tested to fight in that tournament in the other country. They wouldn't a, accept it? A missed drug test is a positive drug test. Oh, no. Oh, no. I lost everything, bro. No. Yeah. Can you fight it? Can you appeal it? Like, I tried. Gotta... I lost. Why? How? Who, the, who's running it's, this? It's it's corrupt. Is it just as corrupt as professional boxing? Or uh, I think. I don't know. I understand I was supposed to do that. Many of athletes have done it in the past. It's never been a real thing. But I think after the whole Lance Armstrong thing, they they cracked down on some athletes. And uh, again, I had to just deal with that. Sucked for a while. But it it, uh, it turned out pretty good, though. Yeah, you got to. I mean, what can you do about it? But holy shit. You've already dealt with it. I'm just dealing with this for the first time. <laughs> Give me a moment to adjust. Oh my gosh! Oh, that, I don't, I don't like that at all. <laughs> like, who would? There's, okay, how come you didn't? T- did you know? Not? Did you just like? Eh, I'm not going to tell him. Are you like me and just procrastinate and like, ah, eh, fuck, it's no big deal? Or did you not know? Did you know you had to tell somebody you were in the country for it? Or first of all, uh, I was doing it all the time, and I didn't know the severity of it, and. Two, completely forgot about it. Like, I'm 21, 22, right. getting ready for the Olympics. My mind's right. in a million right. places. I'm right. packing up to leave the country for You should be paying somebody weeks. for that. I'm paying someone. <laughs> Some Between all this, you have to work. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's cr- – wow. Wow. That's the thing with, these, with, with amateur athletes. You have to have a real job. They do it for the love. That I love is – I, look, I love it. I do love – I love the spirit of amateur sports. Some of them are harder to watch than others. Boxing would probably be kind of fun. I've watched some of your fights today. Did? Yeah, I like the one against the uh, that Polish dude. That guy looked like a beast. Yeah, those those Polish guys, they're pretty good. Yeah, was he did he, is he in a different weight class than you? He looked much bigger than you. Oh, I uh I had this whole idea of boxing. I looked at boxing in a completely different way. So when I joined the boxing gym, I joined the gym just to like lose weight. So at what age? Uh, sixteen. Okay. So the coaches never really paid attention to me because I was a kid just jumping rope and like hitting the bag. So I just looked at other fighters and made up how you should box. Like I kind of put everything together. That's why, like when I box, it looks a little different, a little 
Unorthodox. Was there YouTube around back then? Not really. I just not really. Yeah, but you're in the gym, so I just I yeah. saw what certain guys did. Uh, but I looked at boxing as a way of like, if I can hit you and you don't hit me at all, I win. Points. Yeah. So I figure, why not go to the highest weight class? <laughs> and be the smallest guy. <laughs> be the fastest guy. And just don't get hit. <laughs> That's I literally based my whole boxing style off of that. Just be in better shape than the bigger guys. <laughs> or the guys your size just a little bit quicker, and you're like, I can just go up higher, yeah. or they're a little bit slower. Yeah, that's why everyone. Like, looks why doesn't me. anybody know about this boxing hack? Yeah. <laughs> 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 that's awesome! <laughs> wow, people didn't like it. Who didn't like it? Boxing. Uh, uh, what do they call those people? Boxing, not enthusiasts. Uh, I tell you, people at those tournaments. Well, you know, what do they call it? A boxing. Uh, uh, Aficionado, you know, uh, uh, they expect heavyweights to knock each other out, and that's not what I do. Right? Yeah. There's a different. Yeah, it's probably why a lot of people don't like some of the MMA fight, like UFC fights, when it goes to the ground and it's like a jujitsu type thing. They can't appreciate the art. That's why I. I I'll be right. That's why I don't like. That's why I never got into boxing. I can't appreciate. I know it's the sweet science or whatever, and there's an art to it, but. I just never, I don't know. I just never, it's hard to get into that unless, yeah, you have to appreciate it. Yeah. I get it, but I don't. You know what I mean? But so you just, how did that work out? It worked out pretty good. You got four, what, what heavy, what, what, what weight should you usually fight at? Should you, like your weight, whatever you uh, cut down to, what should your weight, your, your. T- 201. I should have fought at 201. So what is that, light heavyweight? So that's that's heavyweight, and 201 plus is super heavyweight. So I fought at super heavyweight. Oh, I well, that's just, what it was. That, how much is super heavyweight? At, so 202 pounds and up. Okay. Up so, to how, 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 what's the, is there a max? There's no max. Really? Yeah. I fought some big dudes. Really? Yeah. What's the biggest dude you fought? I fought a dude who was 6'11". Holy from shit. Ukraine. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And... Was he what, what was his bot? Was he scrawny? Was he? He, he was more scrawny. Yeah, yeah, he was more scrawny. Yeah, I had uh, a feeling. But yeah, it's and he was athletic. You think here's what the problem is? <laughs> like, <laughs> like these guys, they don't have an NBA over there. So like they're athletes. Oh. They're they're like they're LeBron James. They got these different cultures. They're LeBron James has gloves on. They're <laughs> <laughs> right. Like if. Yeah, if the NF, if the NBA players were like boxing instead since they were kids, because in other countries, well, one of them kind of well, I can only relate. To, I I know more about uh, UFC than boxing, but um, what, what, uh, John Jones, like, aren't, aren't his brothers in the NFL? Oh yeah, yeah. So that so he is like basically what an yeah. NFL player would be doing in yeah, MMA and put him in boxing. Yeah, it's but. just like it's you. Of course, it's like hard work, but it's that athleticism too. Right. Yeah. And that 6'11 dude was pretty athletic. Uh and that but that, that's boxing. What so was his was he I imagine he's just like probably the same kind of style as you. I'm just not going to get hit and I'm going to stay away and he's got yeah. those long ass arms yeah. like Dolly from Street Fighter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great reference. Uh 
I couldn't fight the way I normally fought. I knew he would beat me that way. So I just had to like be aggressive and get on the inside. And I'm not normally an aggressive person. If I have to, I'm capable of it. But uh, to me, a win is a win. Did you beat him? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> you ever been knocked out? I haven't been knocked out, but I've been dropped a couple times. I saw I saw one of your drops, but it just looked like he kind of got punched in the neck or something. Just kind of, or and it like led to like a trip, yeah, or something like. Yeah, and I always I'm always falling. Uh, yeah, because I, I horrible footwork. Uh, it's purposefully sometimes, purposefully kind of throw the the opponent off, it, play little mind games. In oh, all I do is mind games. Yeah, that's <laughs> so. Yeah, my my whole thing is is mind games. So with boxing or in life? Oh, in boxing, in boxing. <clears throat> I don't believe you. I think you're doing it all the time. What? Yeah, I don't think it's just for boxing. I bet you're a mind game dude all the time. I wouldn't think so. <laughs> that would require much too much intelligence. Yeah, come on, you're one of those guys too. I know, I know what you're doing. <laughs> I do the same thing. <laughs> What's that? You know, people don't. We're the type of dude. We're the type of guy that people don't think we're smart at all. But it's like I'm not an idiot. Yeah, we're not idiots. We know what time it takes. We know what time it is. We know what time it is. We know what time it is. No, but sometimes we kind of like a little downplay it a little bit too. Like, yeah, I am an idiot. I get that. I play that. I know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. Or, or, I'm being honest. No, you're smart. Come on. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, I I think, as some would say, I'm adulting. Oh, yeah. You're adulting? I, I Teach me how to adult, please. I, I, I pay my taxes. Okay, like I do that. I mow, I, I mow my lawn. I, I do that. Actually, I thought... Because I was a kid, like I was always hustling. I was like trying to wash cars and rake leaves and shovel snow. Mm-hmm. And I, and I would sell candy. Like I always told myself, like when I when I get older, I'm gonna be rich. And like in my mind, as a kid, rich meant I would have an extra twenty dollars just to buy candy. <laughs> and if I saw kids selling candy, I would just buy the whole box of candy. If a kid like ball not, on them, straight ball. ball. I, the biggest well, well how much is that yeah how much is that box of candy 20 bucks shit take it mine give me two boxes <laughs> yeah yeah i don't even want the chocolate yeah yeah <laughs> and i always had this vision of a kid knocking on my door to rake my leaves and like asking for ten dollars and give him 20 yeah yeah blow his mind yeah and or or you go scrooge mcduck and give him 10 cents and he earns <laughs> the, <laughs> yeah. the lesson of how hard he had to work for it. <laughs> yeah. but the problem is no one, no one's knocked on my door, so I have to take care of my own lawn now. I didn't think about this part. You know, the, you could put a sign up there that says, please knock on my door to rake my leaves. You might be all right. You also might get a few numbers <laughs> called on you. Yeah. Just keep the word kids out of it. Looking yeah. for some children. Looking for kids to rake my yard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm willing to pay. <laughs> might get you in trouble. Probably. Yeah, we can have dead air while I drink. I'm okay with it. Silence doesn't make me uncomfortable. No? No. Yeah, so you stopped boxing because of COVID. Oh, yeah, I I never wanted to become a boxer when I grew up. That's why I never turned pro. 
You so just like, wanted to be in the Olymp. Like, how did it go from? So no, you have a there's quite an arc. You went from I I want to lose weight and get with this gal or get a date anyways for prom, but also I found out that I'm really just fighting bullies and my own anxiety. Oh, they, to I, I to watching people in the gym how to box. And then going, you know what? I want to be a, an Olympic boxer. Like, how how do you go from just being the guy in the corner watching people and then going? I don't know. It's oh, weird. I I love I, it. I figured out because when I taught myself how to box in that first <clears throat> few months, uh-huh. I figured out how to just not get hit. What? And okay. I didn't think it was that hard. And I figured I can beat everyone. I had never made a sport, never made a team or anything before, but I knew. Oh wow, you never did any sport or never anything made before? a team. <laughs> but I had, I I knew. Who I, are you? I figured something <laughs> Who is out. This guy. <laughs> I figured something out. Okay. And I knew I figured something out, and I I was sure that what, what is weird because like genuinely my first in my first ten fights, I remember thinking, oh, I am legendary. Like, <laughs> I people should pay to see me. I I was so were you like good at sparring or hitting the bag or what? Amazing! Like I would fight, I was killing. And now that I look back at those videos, I was terrible. Yeah, I was so confident. (laughs) Yeah, I thought I was so good, but in my mind, I and I do believe that like thoughts are things and. If you don't like tend, manifestation type stuff, exactly. Okay. And if you don't tend your garden, then negative thoughts will come into your God, mind. I got to get more on board with this line of thinking. There's so many people I have on the podcast that that go with that the manifestation type shit that it works for them, and I need to do more of that. It's so crazy. Uh, do it, you believe in simulation? Uh you seem like a simulation kind of matrix type of dude. Well, I am just just for the okay. record. I am a believer of this is a simulation. I'm a simulation theory thumper. I I <laughs> wouldn't I wouldn't argue against it. Yeah, there you go. That's how I would put it too. Yeah, I wouldn't argue against it. Well, yeah, there's not much I wouldn't argue against. To be honest <laughs> with you, I'm open to most things, but that's my favorite. Yeah, I I think so. I did a lot of walking to the boxing gym, and I'm I'm figuring this out. And like now as an adult. Like in high school, the boxing gym was six miles from my high school. So I would have to walk six miles to the gym every day. And it would be like three hour a three hour walk. And I sometimes Why didn't you run? Oh, I would have my book bag. Oh uh, yeah. I was gonna say you can get there in like thirty minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, you'd have to run at the gym. If mm. if they don't see it doesn't count. That's what they say. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Damn. So, yeah, that's before pedometers and shit. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But when I would walk, I had nothing else to do but think. And I just would think about all the things I was going to win. I would think about all the things I'm going to win and how I'm going to do it and how. And I realized it went on loop in my head for years. Just, oh, I'm about to win everything. I'm just on my way to win everything. And I it happened. Of course, a whole bunch of hard work in there, but yeah, yeah, that's the thing. That's a big part of what's being left out. Like, what kind of heart? Like, you, you're kind of glossing over. I walked walked six miles, and it's not a long ways, but it is a long fucking ways. Six a six mile walk to do every day. 
That sucks. Backpack on. It's a good workout. It's a good pre-workout. Yeah. It's boring. Like you said, what do you do if you're not listening to podcasts like Neanderthal Podcast or listening to, you know. And they can listen. They can walk while they listen to this eight, podcast. 816 on Spotify, you know. Hey. Hey. <laughs> uh, I, so, for some reason, I just was born with this idea of, uh, like, if you if you really want something, you should go after it, and you should sacrifice everything that you need to to do it. And in my head, I was going to just be the number one boxer. And the boxing gym being six miles away from the high school, it was just There's just an obstacle, obstacle. I have to get over. It's going to be inconvenient, but if it was convenient, then everyone about, could do it. When you got done, did you have to walk home? Uh, Six miles? Like No, there's a guy, Jose Marquez. He told me if I ever walked to the boxing gym, he would drop me home. Wow. And he, Fuck did, yeah. he did that for an entire year, 40 minutes out of his way every evening. And I think I'm I'm a, I'm the product Whoa. of a lot of help from a lot of people. Dude. That's a fucking real one. Yeah. No, that brings a tear to my eye. That's yeah. a fucking real one. Yeah. Just because he saw something in you, yeah. and just like if a if a if a kid, sixteen, yeah, if a sixteen year old is gonna dedicate himself, wow, that's a real one. What's he doing these days? He passed away. God, yeah, he passed away. But he got to yeah, I called him every time after I won a championship. Yeah, man, wow, he must have been so proud. Yeah, cool, man. Ah, yeah, so that's very touching. Yeah. <laughs> man, who knew? I know you got more than boxing behind you. Probably, I don't know. Do you even like talking about your boxing past or? Uh, I mean, it's whatever. Yeah. I mean, it is I mean, what it is. But does it, is it sour because of how it kind of. Oh, no. I thought it's my goal <laughs> for boxing. Like when I, the first, first time I went to nationals. They give you this like sheet to fill out when you make it to the finals of nationals, and it's like your height, weight, where you're from, uh, education, your goals uh, inside the ring, and for my goals inside the ring, it was literally uh, I want to be a good role model, and I want to have my own TV show. Oh, okay. I had no interest in becoming a boxer. It was just something that I was good at. <laughs> Yeah, but then it allowed me you to got, travel. It, wow, what a weird! You didn't even expect it. It, it almost sounds. I just, I'm sure we can get more into it, but it. I don't want to say it sounds like you resent boxing, but you don't really love it, do you? Oh no, no, no. I I love it. Okay, it, it's it's it made me who I am. It allowed me to see the world. I use boxing as a resource. But like, I mean, the actual sport and the action of doing it. Oh, that I love that part. You do? Yeah. Do you yeah. love fighting? I love fighting. Okay. Yeah. I love fighting more than anything. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I love fighting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nice. Okay, yeah. good. That's... Oh, don't look at me. You look like you want to fight <laughs> me for saying that. I'm like, look, all right. I was like, oh, I... You'll kick my ass, but I I just, I'm going to try and take just, you to the ground, all right? I, just I can wrestle. <laughs> and that's why I don't do MMA. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Because a little guy can take you down and then it's e- all over. Right? Easy. Everything I ever that, learned is it, worthless on my yeah. back. <laughs> Especially your style. If you're more of a, is it a defensive style? Yeah. Yeah. I. Li- I mean, that's Floyd May- Mayweather, right? Mm- 
Yeah, but that's what, what should should in your opinion should Floyd have gone up to heavyweight or super heavyweight? No, just... he's he's the greatest. He's the greatest sports figure to ever. Hmm, not sports figure because Ali, but he's yeah of of our generation because if the idea of the sport is like if you fight for belts or you fight for money, right? Those are the two things. He fights he, for. He won all of the belts <laughs> and he won all of the money. So you know a little bit about boxing. Oh yeah, and like I'm around it enough, but like there's so many fights. There's some guys who could like tell you who's people's records. aficionados. Yeah. Charles, that was the word I was looking for earlier. Uh, boxing aficionados would probably be against that. Uh, you did say that word. Yeah. It's a different yeah. word. It's, uh, there's a couple other words. Enthusiasts. God damn it. I mean, uh, you know, baseball would have the same kind of thing. Uh, baseball would have the same thing for the old school people. Um, I don't, I, you know, I've really, I, I might have to do another fucking sober month. It's really the, I've been drinking on a lot and it's been affecting some of my brains. <sighs> just yeah. words. But Oh, I love boxing. Okay, good. I just, I. I was where I was in life, and I saw boxing as a bridge to take me anywhere. Man. And, and then I, I stuck around way longer uh, because I, I love the sport so much, and I love fighting. Uh, You're still young, right? 33. Oh, is that, that's kind of getting up there then, yeah? Uh, I can, as I think about 37, 38 is when, like, uh, heavyweight Yeah. But I have no interest in, in doing that at all. I I just saw boxing as a way to like be able to do cool do stuff. Do just live your life like it's the Matrix. Like this yeah. is my means of providing how I'm going to go fight some big old Polish dude or some yeah. zangy motherfucker in Brazil or and, whatever, you know, like or, or Dolly yeah. over here in, in Ukraine. Like, yeah. But wow. it was so cool because I got to go to all these different countries. I never got to leave the country before. <sighs> That's what I want to do so bad. I bought my, I just got my passport this year for the first time. Nice. I haven't gone anywhere yet. COVID's kind of, you know, I'm not, I like, I don't know. Like that might, have, COVID might've fucked up my future plans for traveling. I don't think I'm going to get a vaccine and I don't know that they're, I don't know. Maybe in a few years they'll drop the vaccine mandate as far as traveling goes once everything comes out and how worthless it is, you know, or maybe they'll let me fly with my natural immunity. I don't know. It's not a political podcast. <laughs> I just wish I, I just wish I could travel to fucking Ireland or something or, or Cambodia. Or, you Where know, would I you want, go if you could go somewhere? Uh, my my dream is to take about five weeks off of work and do a solo trip to like Cambodia, and just kind of travel kind of from there in that area and just kind of immerse myself in a different culture like that and see what it really means to be. Or, or to engulf in, in myself in a completely different culture like that and see I'm American and live in America and I've lived all over America, but it's the same fucking thing. I know what it's like to live here and I know the traps and I know the benefits and I know the bads, the goods, all this shit. There's a lot of wonder. I love America. I love it here. But this world is meant to be experienced in more ways than just the American life or just the Cambodian life or whatever life you just happen to be born into. 
And I just want those experiences. And I want to know what that experience is to be like a Cambodian that's living in a third world country that's living on uh, maybe a couple thousand dollars a year, whatever the, ha- whatever the circumstance may be, and how those people are living and some of the practices they have and the food and the culture. And then a hop, skip, and a jump over, you got Thailand and, and, and all the you know, the Watts over there and checking out the, the cultures of, of the religions and stuff. Just, I'm a, I just want that in my life. I'm a fucking mailman with, with an ex-wife that's financially fucked me over to where that's just a, a kind of a dream. But if I work hard, I can do it every now and then. And now COVID came along and said, ah, that's going to be a little more difficult, sir. <laughs> Wait it out a little bit longer. I should have fucking learned how to box. I'm pretty fucking fast. I, they called me White Lightning for a reason. I'm very fast. I can run like a four two forty, like forty. I'm pretty fucking quick. I should have gone with your style. Gone in the boxing years, like go bam, bro, bam, it, run it back here, dude. Ah. All, but here, here is my <laughs> philosophy though. This is why I was able to pull it off. I figured if I was gonna box and be able to travel the world, I wasn't allowed to do anything else. Yeah. So like friends, nope. Partying. Well, yeah, that's right. That's right. I've I've told people that before. To, to to be a world champion like that, that is you have to sacrifice everything. That's what you have to do if you want. And I, I've oh fuck, I've struggled with that myself with this pod. Yeah, whatever. You fucking did it. You yeah. did it. So you sacrificed and fucking did it. Yeah, and I got to see a the the coolest part was all the countries I was able to go to and like just seeing the other cultures and. Even partying in different countries. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. And I love to party. <laughs> How did I not think about that? Like, oh. I remember going to Argentina and like. Oh, I they, heard they have the most beautiful women. They eat so late. Oh, like, really? Yeah. So like we were going to, we got dressed and like got out to party and the nightclubs don't open till like 1 p.m. 1 a.m. Oh my God. No, that's the the after starts like six or seven. Like, oh shit, I'm not built for that. <laughs> I know. I feel like I. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We. Yeah. They're starting at well. What time are they waking up in their day? And do they do naps during the day? I believe they. Uh, are they one of those countries that like take a siesta at like noon to four? They like have a big fat lunch and then sleep for two hours. Like siesta. Yeah. Uh I don't remember if they did. I don't think they do siesta. How they got the energy to be going? Well, it's a younger. It's the party generation. I know. I believe they do. They do. The <laughs> restaurants closed. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's how they do it. Like the whole like the whole town probably shuts down for a few hours to like eat, have lunch, and like take yeah. a nap because they're partying till seven a.m. Of course, Cam. Uh, do, do you go by Cam or yeah. Cam F Awesome? Just Cam. <laughs> You want people to call you Cam F. Awesome? Uh, if you're going to say my full name, I do appreciate the yeah. middle name. The middle, yeah. You have to. Yeah. There's, it's not Cam Awesome. It's Cam. It's either Cam or Cam F. Awesome. I already fucking know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Put, Put some, some respect, respect on, on that name. name. That's right. Put some respect on if it. If you ain't going to do it, keep my name out your mouth if you ain't going to say it right. <laughs> yeah. What? Which... Which it puts me in a weird position because I made the name and I want to be called. Legally. This is legally your name. So after I lost everything in 
2012 when I got. Is that the Olympic? Yeah. When you lost. Can we pause this real quick? I got to pee like a, a Russian racehorse. Is that cool? I hate yeah. it because we're in a good groove right now. But I do. This is why. Oh, I pee, this piss is, it up, bro. This is why this. I peed beforehand. And <laughs> this is why I'm going to pee now. And this is why almost every episode I have to tell my people, I'm sorry, but you guys already know. This is why I'm the worst podcast host in podcasting. I got to pee. There was boo. Because I disagreed with having to show proof of a vaccine for going to an event. We don't have to get into that. I just disagree with it. And uh, this guy, this local podcaster, chimed in on that post of me just saying boo. And we and him kind of got into a, little, a kind of a debate or conversation. And he was like, oh, I heard you were cool. But apparently not using your platform to shit on local businesses. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. Like. I'm not trying to shit on him. I'm just voicing my opinion, but I don't think here is the place to have that kind of conversation on their post on inst on Instagram. I was Instagram. I was on Instagram. You want to have a conversation? Come in and have a conversation with me. I'll I'll defend myself and my my opinion all fucking day on it. Uh, but he's like, oh, so you say that you don't want to have a discussion as you're having a discussion on it? Blah blah blah. I was like, fuck you, dork. <laughs> I said you're a dork. Get out of here. And then he goes, well, and then he, he, he DM'd Brandon Patrick about it, about <clears throat> me. Like, total bitch move. A complete bitch move. Like, I don't know who this guy is, <clears throat> but apparently Brandon told him that I was a cool dude. I don't know. I, I have no, I'm not in part of this anything, but he tells me this and then talks to Brandon. Oh, I heard, uh, you know, just goes, tells Brandon. Hey, Neander Talk is this not a cool dude. He's an asshole. Blah blah blah. I was like, "Fuck you, dork!" Like I think I called him a dork or something like that. Yeah. And then and then Brandon was like, "I don't know what's going on, but something about vaccines." And I was like, "Man, I'm not trying to get into this, and I don't know why he talked to you." And whatever, it turned into a whole little thing. And so now I think Brandon is mad at me. Because I haven't, I, I think he's just mad at me for being against the vaccine, proof of vaccine thing. I don't know. He's He's been kind of ducking me. I've been donating to his burritos for Brandon cause. I've DM'd him a couple, uh, I've sent him a couple. It doesn't matter. Uh -huh. I don't know. That's unfortunate. I, it is. I mean, I've lost, you know, this, the sad thing in this crazy political climate that we've had for these past few years is I have, I've literally lost legitimate, who I thought were, yeah, real legitimate friends for stupid things. Yeah. I, I see that happening a lot. I, I don't get it. Here's what, here's how I, uh, I counteract that. I accept it. I, no, I, uh, I don't care about anyone's opinion. I don't care about anyone's opinion enough for me to hate them for it. Amen. Uh, and because I feel like that, I don't have a problem uh, conceding or just... I don't even share my opinion because I don't want to argue with people about their opinion. <coughs> right. But sometimes I, when miscommunication happens mm -hmm. and you you stop talking to someone over some shit that like really wasn't that serious anyway yeah it, it it takes one person to just man up or or woman up mm -hmm. and reach out and not even you're not even apologize just like hey man what about them chiefs 
right and just start up the conversation and just yeah. just grow from there because it ain't even that it ain't even that serious mm. i can do that with one person now that you say that i have a couple friends that I, what if that I, I person died what if you lost one of those people that over that argument that doesn't really mean I, anything. it wasn't even an argument it was just a post exactly and i noticed that he blocked and no and, and like left me after this post this dude was in my wedding what? over a joke over a stupid joke on a meme i was so trolling it should have been so obvious and i got blocked over that <laughs> oh but here here's, oh my gosh here's so here's stupid. the thing though here's no I, that's a whole different situation because i need to speak to a troll are you a troll mm-hmm. okay all right so let's just transfer myself with tra- transparency and honesty so I love to troll. I've been trolling since fucking 97. Get off me. I was, and I was in the troll world too. When I stepped away from being a troll, right? And when I stepped away from that, I realized how the only way to break away from troll, because trolls can, they don't, they have nothing to lose. Yeah. So the only way to deal with them is by blocking them. So, in my mind, this is the way I look at my timeline. I break it down, realize that every every fifth post on your IG timeline is an ad. I'm not an IG. I'm not an IG troll. I'm a Facebook troll. Oh, so every fifth post is an ad, mm-hmm. right? That's twenty percent of your timeline. Someone's making money on. So that eighty percent is considered real estate. Okay. What value are you getting out of that real estate? I don't want to troll in my real estate. So like my, I don't follow a lot of you're people. You're your own brand. But yeah, I don't follow a lot of people because, and the reason why I have to get offline, I'm, you know how people are like, oh, that doesn't bother me. Shit bothers me. Oh, shit don't bother me. I like shit it. It bothers fuels me. me. I like it. It fuels me. It bothers me. I like getting me. into it. I'm give it sensitive. at me. Come on, give me some fucking hate. I hate me, motherfucker. I am sensitive. Hate me. Hate me, motherfucker. Hate me. I am so sensitive. I'm going to laugh at your ass. How are you? Why would you be sensitive? I don't like Look how meanness. successful we are. Look what you've done. Let them be mean and laugh at it. Let them. They're hating on you for a reason because they oh. can't do shit with themselves. They ain't but walking six miles to the gym. They ain't putting in that, that work. I don't want that negative energy in my bubble. Okay. I can't have that negative energy I, in my I bubble. I feel you there. Okay. You don't feed like that. Some yeah. people do. Some people do. That's a funny I, thing. Some people yeah. feed off that. Like, come on, hate oh. me. The thing is. I was that person. Yeah, okay. He hate me. I'd be that guy in the XFL. He hate me. <laughs> he played it in the NFL too. If I, I I used to be that person, but that is a slippery slope. Yeah, it's a fine line. And then, yeah, you can fall off that tightrope real quick. You just gotta get yourself back on it. Like, God damn, they got me. They got me with a good one. Oh shit. Oh, I forgot. I'm trolling. Oh, I forgot. I forgot. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Positive energy is definitely better. That's. That's what I'm trying to be conscious of. And like. This was years ago. I'm not too much of a troll anymore. Uh, I'm not too much of a troll anymore, but I will kind of throw a thing here. Oh, do you you know how many tweets I I have in my draft that are fire? Like just things I'm like, you know, no, no, we're not going to be that type of person. We're only going to if you don't have anything nice to say, save it to your drafts. 
and that's that I'm trying to be more of a positive person. All right, I got a question for you. It's kind of probably going to come out of left field, but just just after you saying that and just picturing you going six miles walking every day, putting in the dedication and hard work of what it actually means to become a Golden Gloves winner. I know what that fucking means. I've, I've played sports my whole life. I'm an athlete. I know what it means at any level to put that kind of dedication to be a champion at anything. Where does that come from? Where does that uh, where does that discipline come from? Because you must be super disciplined to have this kind of drive. Like, where what is driving Cam F. Awesome to these these levels uh, of excellence? And, and what drives you and, and keeps you like that? Like, what is it? Where, where's that discipline coming from? Uh, the theory of anticipated regret. I fear not being comfortable in the future. I never had financial stability growing up. And I realize if I need something, if the only way I'm going to get something is if I go do it myself. Mm. Yeah, it was, there was an option, another option. Okay. So I just like made up my mind. Wow. And that just that just instilled this hardcore discipline in you because I mean oh, I it's don't part of your persona. It's part of you. I mean, it seems like you're just. I never have a safety net. If you don't have a safety net, you're not gonna fall. Right. Fuck. Yeah. 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 I, I I hear people say that. A lot of successful people say that. But at what point do you give yourself a safety net? Like, at, is there a point where you're so successful or so at least comfortable where you can? have somewhat of a of a, a safety net because that's just wise investment and, and, and more for your future i don't know oh i i would say that is that type of lifestyle is not for everyone like if you don't have any dependents so if you don't have any kids or anybody you have to take care of i think if you have a goal sacrifice everything like if you can't get the newest iphone if you can't if you can't <clears throat> go out to the party if you can't buy clothes like sacrifice everything you need to sacrifice for your goal and if your goal is of service, do you buy? Uh, do you go to Sam's Club or Amazon for your condoms? Because huh? if, you, <laughs> if you're trying to sacrifice everything, you can't have kids or nothing for the future. You better be strapping up every single time. Because the I way hate, you're living and wanting to do that is that's a thing you can't and, have. And you can't be having no kids. You can't be. And w- what's your goal? Is 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 chasing tail going to get in the way of your goal? No. Okay, for sure. Yeah. Is that a sacrifice you're going to need to make? Mm-hmm. Is going out, if you're going out with girls, going to mean you're spending money and then that's less money to invest into what you're doing? Did you ever fall down any of these traps? No. I, just, I saw, like, here's the thing. The way I was. you're in, successful. I see. Didn't you have, did you have a Netflix something done on you? Yeah, but that doesn't mean you're successful. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's, different, there's different levels of success. Yeah, that's pretty dope. I mean, yeah, it was it was a dope experience. Uh, hey, you're the second guy that's got a Netflix thing that I've talked to you on the podcast. Nice. Yeah. Who's the first guy? Uh, his name is Shane Moss. He's a stand up comedian. Oh, Shane Moss. He loves science. He does. He used to do a science thing. He was on Joe Rogan's podcast. Sounds too. so familiar. He's. I don't know. You might like him. He's an, oh. a f- very interesting dude. Oh, okay. That is one of. I'm. I don't love that episode of my podcast. To be honest with you. Don't, don't go listen to it. <laughs> just, just not a good episode. So how how do you uh, how do you what is your mind state on like podcasts? What what 
what what do you what do you want this to be oh man that's a deep uh that's uh That's and a, and don't don't answer it by saying what you think it could be. No 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 no. It's not that. It's uh, it's funny that you. It's just it's just. I feel a weird. I've got a weird. Uh, so when I te- when I emailed you, I don't ever email shit anybody anything, and I emailed you this morning, and you were like, I were I was literally just reaching in my pocket to get details. I was like, oh shit, me and this dude got some synchronicity. Somehow, and I think we started off a little rocky when we first cut the mics on. It was a little awkward, but we got a little groove now. But I think we—I don't know—and it's weird. It's just weird to me that you would ask that question because right now I'm having a real fucking battle, <clears throat> a real struggle mentally. Do you talk to yourself? All Surely the time. you do. Surely you do. All the time. Yeah, of course you do. You told yourself you're going to be successful. You got that six-mile walk, and you're having those deep conversations with yourself. I get those. You battle anxiety. I battle the same thing. I, I, like I was saying, I, I, we got this. We, I, I know, I, I understand you. I think a little. Bit. I think you would probably understand me too. I think we're similar personality types. And lately, I've really, really been in my head. I have after oh, fuck. <laughs> after you, I have one more guest booked for this podcast. That's it. And it's over. I uh, no, I'm not necessarily saying that. I'm just saying I nor- to battle my anxiety anxiety I normally have about 2 months of guests booked at a time. I like being booked for like 2 months. It just eases eases my anxiety. I know the podcast is happening. But every now and then this happens where I've got like one more guest to go and then I got nobody scheduled. What do I fucking do? I got no safety net. And it's and it's fucking and, and it's and I and I'm at a and I'm at a just these conversations deep in my head right now, late at night, keeping me up at night. Like, who do you even want to talk to anymore? Who can you who can you get? Who will you get? Who are people going to be interested in talking? Like, who's going to be interested in talking to? You? I just get in these struggles and these battles. I'm like, I don't even know if there's any more anybody more I can talk to or who wants to talk to me. And I just get in this. I don't know. Like, I'll figure it out, though. I'll figure it out. But maybe I won't. Maybe I'll just disappear. Maybe I'll just stop. Maybe the podcast will just fucking stop and see if anybody even notices. Do you think this podcast, like, does anyone listen? Do you know at least one person who listens to it? I know a lot of people that listen to it, yeah. I think then you, <laughs> you at least owe it to them. <laughs> to keep going? No, I do. And but But do I? This is shit's for me. This podcast has always been for me. But for, I do for what? All right. I imagine. I mean, I, I, I'll ask. I, I can ask you, but let me see. If, uh, I just imagine working your ass off your whole entire life, and your goal is to be in the Olympics. And some fucking stupid, ridiculous technicality fucks your Olympic dream up. I can't imagine what kind of fucking hole that puts you in. Yeah, it's a dark place. Right. I get that, man. I I didn't have something like that, but I had, I had a divorce that I wanted. I wanted this for divorce, and I'm happily divorced, loved it. But I got two kids, and there's certain things that come after getting divorced that you don't anticipate happening. 
just because you want that divorce and you want to get out of this thing doesn't mean there's certain things that aren't attached to it that you don't see coming. And that was it for me. That shit put me in a deep, dark, depressed, suicidal thoughts. The darkest of dark. I didn't know. I didn't know I could get that dark. I knew people could get that dark. I didn't know I could get as dark as I got. I mean, it was. I don't need to get. Whatever. I've talked about it a few times. And fuck. That's why I do this podcast was to kind of get something to pull me out of that. Like I need something. I love my kids more than anything. That's my life. But I don't have them 100% of the time. And when I don't have them, I need something to focus on and Mm. to kind of live for and do. And I love podcasts. I love podcasting. And I was like, I want to start a podcast. And that's what this was. This was to kind of keep me, to keep me alive, more or less. To keep me just... Yeah, to, to keep to to have me live for something, have something to live for, like something cool. Yeah, I don't know where we're going. That's dope, man. Yeah, that's where I, that's where this podcast is. That's how it started, and now it's evolved into what it's become now. But I, you know, I want do I want it to keep continuing evolving, or sometimes I get these demons inside of me that are like, yeah, you can be done now. You don't need to talk to anybody else, and it's just ah. Uh, I know you. I know you want to keep it going, because Charles, because this is your favorite thing. You love coming here every Sunday and checking this shit out. It's fucking hard, man. It's fucking hard. This is, this is a cool Sunday, <laughs> and that's the thing. And then, and then, so here's the thing. I have that battle inside of my head a lot. And then I got dudes like you that come in. I'm like, this is why I fucking do it. I can't. Why do I? Why do I doubt it? Why do I fucking battle myself with that? When I'm looking at you with this beautiful purple curtain behind you and this great table and your amazing story and what how successful you are and what a just a cool energy you have and how every week I get to have these amazing conversations with amazing people like you. But it's it's a struggle, man. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, but then I see you doing this shit, and it's like, fuck, man. He's walking six miles to fucking gym, and someone's taking him home. That guy died, and you're still fucking going through. And you go through your fucking dream. It gets crushed, and you're like, that was a great thing that happened to me. And look what I'm doing. I traveled the world because let, of let boxing. Me explain, let me explain ah! why, why it was great. Let me explain why it was great. I know. Go on. So 2012, bad year, depression, weight gain, and I lost my sponsorship all of it and my house was sponsorship and so where i was staying in la sponsor car sponsor like had chef made like those are bougie but i got damn. used to that damn they, here's check this they they told me after i got suspended my spot i got suspended in denver because i appealed it in colorado springs sorry the olympic training center my sponsors called me and was like hey don't bother coming back here to your house let us know where to mail your stuff. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god! That's cold blooded. Yeah. So cold blooded. Came back on a homie's couch. My buddy uh, Matt Mays uh, crashed on his couch for a while, uh, and I just started. I had had to make money, so the only thing I was capable of doing is like, uh, like boxing, fitness training. So I just started doing uh, training classes, but I was like drinking and eating bad for the first time i like i let myself go what's eating bad uh so you're a, are you a vegan oh i am now you so, are now yeah why uh um, so uh 
I was an overweight personal trainer. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, it, I'm it a power lifter, bro. What, no, no, no. It was like, not not even like that. Like I was, <laughs> I was just, I let myself go. One of my uh, clients, uh, Bill Mackey. He, he, <laughs> I love this guy, Charles. This guy's amazing. Well, it, go on. I'm sorry. An overweight. Do you need more water or anything? Uh, I'll take some more water. All right. Uh, go on. I'll, yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Oh, so. Uh, the one of my clients, Bill Mackey, he basically I lost a bet to him. Uh, like, thank you, Manny Pacquiao versus Timothy Bradley. That boxing match, I bet on uh, Pacquiao and Bradley won, and I had to be vegan for 28 days. Oh, shit. and but what, what, what would you have won if, if what did he have to do? It was probably a hundred dollars. It was probably something insignificant, like a hundred dollars, but there's no way Pacquiao was gonna lose. Yeah, didn't even know Bradley was. Pacquiao was old. He's still, yeah. He's old, man. Yeah. I don't trust old boxers. <laughs> I shouldn't have. I don't trust old boxers, but I would trust Tyson against Jake Paul. He he, he came back. Yeah. <laughs> Here's my view on, on that type of stuff. With the Pauls? Yeah. Okay. And I say this as someone who has dedicated their life to boxing. I hope I, you love it. And I actually do boxing. What they're doing is amazing for the sport. Amazing. They're just uh, making a bunch of money for everyone. I don't see who can be upset with this dude just making like right. some. Uh, I can't remember the name of the female boxer, but she just posted a picture of her new like truck she just bought for herself. And she thanked Jake Paul because it was her highest payday ever. Oh, shit. And I'm like. Maybe you don't like him personally, and he's a heel. He's very good at what he does. Like, don't people see that? I, I love it. Who doesn't love a good heel? Some people are suckered by it. They fucking fall for it. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, get your money, bro. I was gonna I'm, ask about that, but yeah, you probably, you probably couldn't get a fight with him, uh, especially with your style. Ain't nobody getting knocked out if you're just fighting for points. Is that is that a was that a part of was that a negative part your style like as far as like getting booked for fights or things like that or, or making more money is because people do want to see that knockout at that weight where they like eh, we don't want to we don't want this points boxer. Uh, well, that doesn't matter because when you're number one in the rankings, I go to all I. I I represent the country, so they can't send any other boxer but me. Okay. So they don't like it, I'm sure. they People would prefer if I fought like a conventional heavyweight. Uh, but again, it, my goal wasn't to become a boxer. I, it was or to make to, friends, huh? You know, now I look back at it, I, <laughs> I did things my way. <laughs> I, I definitely did things my way as a, a strong-headed, as you would say it. What were uh, what were some of the, how many countries have you been to? About thirty. Damn. Yeah. What was uh? What's the worst country? As Trump would say, a shithole. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't have to put it like that. But what was like a bad country and why? Or were there any bad countries? Uh, no, because I always looked at it as because it's it's literally another culture, another way of life. Yeah. Even like the idea of going to Italy, the fact that they eat dinner so slow. Ooh, like, I'm not like that. But the reason why they do it to talk, 
that's when you spend time with your family. But America, we don't value. Them Italian that. dudes are always trying to get laid. I bet that's when they're trying to, you know. I'm no, just kidding. I'm just yeah, but that's <laughs> that's when they like they do that type of shit with their family, and like you spend time with your. So I try to, even if it's uncomfortable and I don't really like it, I try to figure out why do they do this. And to me, that's the coolest part about traveling. Is like, why do these people live like this? Like, why do they do this certain thing in a certain way? And then you start to make sense of why they do certain things and and you get to experience their culture. And to me, that's like, that's so cool. And that's why I continue to box for so long. Do you have some favorite places? Favorite culture? How about favorite cultures? Do you have some favorite cultures that you've gotten immersed in? Like some that just really spoke to you or that you really felt or got attached to? Uh, People, culture, food, any kind of thing like that? I guess culture. I would say uh, Trinidad. I so ah, formerly Trinidad and Tobago. Yeah. Uh, so in 2012, lost that bet, became vegan for the 28 days. I didn't realize at the time that the bet entails sobriety, so I couldn't drink or anything. Why would I? Why would it entail sobriety? Those are two different things. It's a part of the Engine 2 28 Day Challenge. No alcohol. I don't know what that is, but okay. Yeah. So it wasn't really a vegan bet. It was an engine 222 bet. Yeah. Whatever that is. Yeah. But I did it for the 28 days, was sober. I lost a lot of weight. Like, and I realized, like, that's what kind of jump started me to, like, get out of the depression and get back to boxing. Over this whole, this, this, this program. Days. This, yeah. Okay. That really got it, you out. Was this the depression because of the Olympics bullshit? Yeah. Oh, God damn. How do you get out of that? Okay. Yeah. And I decided I was going to return to boxing but I was going to symbolically kill off the old me. Okay. And uh, so I changed my name on my half birthday. Who was that old me? Lenroy Cameron Thompson Jr. Lenroy. Cameron. Cameron Thomas Jr. Thompson Jr. Thompson Jr. Yeah. That was the old you. Yeah. And then after the 28 days? Uh, on February 16th, I changed uh, my name to Kevin Fossil. Was it overnight? You're like, bam, I feel like a new person? Or was like, this is what I need to do, and I'm going to transform myself and just have a conscious effort of of, of changing? I, I think the best way I can describe it is when I changed my name, I decided to set different boundaries for myself. Personal boundaries with Personal other people? Boundaries. Personal boundaries with, with, with other the people, world. with the world, with business, with everything. And that worked? Yeah, and and it's not always perfect. I mean, yeah, it's just not. a name, but a it it helps. It helps. Uh, it's my it's my uh, true north, and so like walking to the gym every day. I never had anyone to tell me like, "Oh, Cam, you can do it." I just told myself I can do it over and over and over again, and then other people kind of like saw, and that's how I I believe I got the ball rolling for my confidence, uh, and. I believe in positive affirmations because if you don't tell yourself that you're capable of doing like whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. Henry Ford, like didn't Bruce Lee say something like that, too? Even if you say something negative about yourself, even if you're joking, your body doesn't know that you're joking. Yeah. So I believe in only speaking. I don't I don't I try not to do any anything self-deprecating. I I want to do nothing but build myself up and I just try to build others up, too. Because I only want people to build me up. Okay. I love that. But you do comedy too. I do. So I won't do there any, be, I won't you don't do, do any self-deprecating nope. comedy. 
no, I will talk about my failures. I can laugh about my failures in my past, but that's a little self-deprecating, right? Like laughing at your failures, right? Like, oh, that just shows my growth. Yeah, but still, it, parsing, it's, parsing I, a little I, bit. Okay, then in in that case, a I little guess bit. I mean, if, if that'll be self, I mean, you have to acknowledge at least the negative shit that you've that you are doing or have done, or else how do yeah. you become a better? Yeah, I I'll do that, but not. But I understand what you're yeah. saying. I'm not because I am. I, I do. I, man, do you give a life course? Can I sign up for a life? <laughs> like there are certain things I know that I need to tweak because I call myself. I'm so much better about it now, but I call myself an idiot or like you fucking moron all the time to myself. I'm like, you're an idiot. And I'm like, wait, stop. You're not an idiot. You just messed up. Like I catch yeah. myself, like you said, talking to myself. I, I'll call myself an idiot. And then all of a sudden. After you know what this is a very good uh, throw uh, bring back to Dr. Susan Harrison because she's helped me out a lot with this is is talking to yourself like that is if you do talk to yourself like oh you fucking idiot hold on stop no you're not no you're not immediately tell yourself you're not there's great power and effects on how how you can train your brain to do that kind of stuff yeah I'm still trying to work on that and figure that out I'm just first thing is being conscious about it right yeah. Damn it, damn it! I, I I've fallen. I've fallen. I've been better. I you know life is hills and valleys. I've been in a valley. I need to get back into this fucking hill. And you're you're enlightening me, and you don't probably even know it. No, you probably do that, do that all the time. Man. I bet you do that all the time. All right, let, I gotta pee. I gotta hey, take man. another break and piss, and we're gonna <laughs> we can come right back. And yeah. I'm so sorry, but I, want, up, I do want to talk about your speaking because oh yeah. I, I, I've probably this whole time been talking about shit you probably don't even want to talk about. I'm having a good fucking time. <laughs> right, I don't know how good. much time has gone by. Yeah. <laughs> right, good. All right, I got to piss again. Like I said, I'm the worst podcast host in the world because of my poor bladder. That's cap. And that is, <laughs> that's no cap. And yeah. I got to go. Bye. Yeah, that's the good thing about the West Bottoms whiskey or any whiskey really is there's different profiles and different things you can make the same drink taste different. Like whiskey... Neat, just straight by itself, tastes completely different. You can put it over an ice cube, then it's going to make it taste different. And then like I had you, Charles, do, take a sip of water and leave that in your mouth as you take a sip of the whiskey. That adds something different to it. Uh, Another way I like to do is one ice cube, maybe two if I'm feeling frisky, depending on the size of the ice cube, and like one mint leaf. You slap that mint leaf, throw it in there. Ah, uh, whiskey's an. Uh, uh, yeah, I love the art, I love the style. Where? All right, where were we at? We were at somewhere You're good. You're a whiskey connoisseur. I am. Damn it! I almost had that word again. I thought the might have been connoisseur. I almost had that word again. Not connoisseur. God damn it! Do you have a thesaurus? I know. I don't. I mean, I have a telephone. It's got the world's information on it. <laughs> you called it a telephone. I yeah. know, right? I, I was like, holy shit, I can't believe I called it that. That's, I told you earlier, I'm old. I'm 42. Yeah. Do you have a cellular device? I do, yes. Yeah. <laughs> what is that word? Purist! Purist! A goddamn purist. A boxing purist. I don't know. Probably Would a boxing purist like your style or dislike your style? Um, as a he- as a super heavyweight, I mean, if you respect what you should respect, and that's the win, then they should like your style because that's should. a purist. Yeah, I mean, I it, what I'm doing is not by accident. 
It's, there's like an art behind what I do. It's just unconventional. So like, it looks a little weird to the untrained eye, but it's effective. Yeah, you did. Like, just speaking of, like, I, sh- I, I should try and watch more of your fights. But like the Polish one, that Polak guy. Yeah. You like a couple times ended up behind him. I was like, "Are you trying to do some MMA shit? Like you so, can get down and choke his ass out real okay. quick. Like so what's th- going on here?" Let me tell you why. So remember, <laughs> I told you I do mind games. Uh huh. Now when I once I, I can could I can, that ref speak English? Probably not. Okay, I didn't think it looked like he was li- yeah, but, letting you get away with a few things. Maybe because of a language I'll, barrier. I'll, ex- I'll explain what what that is. Okay. So by looking at a fighter's chest, I can I can tell. Before you throw a punch by what muscles are triggered, what punch is coming. Can I try and punch you? No. But but during a fight, if I know a hook is coming, I can block the hook. I can duck the hook. I can counter. I don't choose any of those. What I choose to do is I let you miss completely, right? Mm -hmm. And I duck under you, and I grab your hips, and I take your momentum, and I turn you around. Okay. And then I pull you in gently from behind. Okay. (laughs) Right. Now- what happens there is I just humped you in front of everyone. They know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. You know what I'm doing. But I never make it look too obvious, but you know what it is. Okay. When the ref tells us to break, uh-huh. the ref warns you for turning your back to the action. Me as the Pollock? Yes. Is Pollock okay yeah. to say? Um, maybe. <clears throat> yeah. Uh so you get, I mean, no you get warned. I, so what I do I is, get worked. Oh wow! So I hump you, and then you get in trouble. For oh shit! And if you do oh, that my three God. times, so many women are angry at this right now. How many times that's happened to them? <laughs> if you, if I do that to you three times in a round, you're supposed to lose a point. Okay. Wow. Okay. So game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Some little game theory there. And plus, after I hump you. You're so pissed off. You're going to take my head off. You forgot everything you learned. You you threw your game plan Now it's just window. anger. I'm just throwing haymakers. It's I'm mental. like throwing a little more wild. I got you getting them on tilt. Poker's the same way. Get You, you needle people a little bit yeah. to get them. Another thing I do is uh, like before before you go out to the... Pool, I'm going to ask something weird. Will go, you put those it. bottles on the, there and put your water to your left? I feel like those are on camera. Yeah, they are. I, I, cameraman Charles, you need a. I'm gonna call him out on his job. He's fired. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So what were we talking about? Yeah, the Pollock guy where you were uh, humping him, <laughs> oh. and that whole strategy. Yeah. Um. But what you were saying, you and but during that, I was like, did that ref speak English? And you're like, no, I can speak on that type of thing. Do a lot of times when you're traveling and doing because you were fighting all over the world. Is that primarily yeah. why, like as a U.S. boxing ambassador? Yeah. Here's here's United States best yeah. amateur. I'm going to these different countries and just yeah. fighting who's who. So yeah, I was the number one boxer in my weight class in America, and I would go to other countries and fight their number one boxer. How do you do? Like you're an amateur. Like who's paying for that? Is is the Olympic uh, Committee? Okay, where's that money coming from? Uh, Taxes. That's the, I'm okay with it if it is. I wouldn't know. Uh, probably, maybe. I don't pay for it. Maybe you do. Uh, yeah, maybe we do. <laughs> maybe we do. Like where does that? Where does Olympic money coming come uh, from? Like because we are donations. Okay. A lot of it's donations. A lot of it's sponsorships. That makes sense too. Uh, yeah. All right. So give me some good. Uh, yeah. So we, uh, that's where we're at. Cut cultures that you. 
like some good cultures that you really maybe fell in love with and maybe some you didn't uh, prefer? Finland was, the people there were so nice. Finland? So, yeah. They're just, they were just, they were just, they all spoke so many languages. Oh. And they would just speak to you in English because they're like, you're American. It's probably the only language you know, right? And I was like, that's condescending, but correct. But correct, right? You're correct <laughs> you to think accurate. that our stereotypes are stereotypes for a reason. I you mean. <laughs> are correct. <laughs> okay, Finland. And they're big into, aren't they big people? Are Finland uh, big people? No, they're uh no, they're not. Uh, their their police officers were all really big. Like I think you have to have a size requirement to be a police officer. Really? Like yeah. really? They didn't have guns, but they were huge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you boxed a Finlandian I, I fella. I did. I did. Who was your toughest fight? What what country gave you the biggest fit? Uh, I fought a guy named Roberto Camarelli in Reno, Nevada, in like two thousand nine, <clears throat> and he had won like. Uh, he had won like an, a gold, a gold medal in the Olympics, and oh, like sure. a gold, a silver, and a bronze. He went to three Olympics. And Whoa! Was, was, how old was this dude? He's old, but he's good. And he's like probably in his mid thirties. He must have fought like you. No, he, he he was like probably like six four, six five, about two forty. How big? And what's your stats when you're fighting? Uh, I would be. I'm I'm six two. Probably right now I'm about 200. But when you're fighting, when you were fighting, what were your what were you fighting at? Probably about 205, 210. What, get, what are you right now? Six. Your six foot two five was when you were fighting 210. Yeah. And right. what are you right now? Like you walked in my like studio at what? 200. Six foot 200. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I, yeah, I, I uh, didn't want to lose the weight to fight smaller guys. <laughs> Why not? Beat some smaller dudes' asses. Beat the no, fuck out of those Because they're fucks. faster than me. Yeah, well, that's right. The bigger guys are slower. That's why you went up. That yeah. was your whole strategy. You don't yeah. want those guys coming at you. Yeah. Would you have a tough time with like a... What's below heavyweight? Uh, light heavyweight. Yeah. Would a light heavyweight uh, give you fits on points? Yeah, but then I would have to like cut weight and like... I don't want to What's do the smallest that. guy you ever fought? Uh, legitly fought probably about 200 about everyone I fight. I'd say you never fought like a, 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 a 180. No, it's because you fight people your own weight, but that doesn't, does it never happen? Like sparring wise? Oh yeah. Or? Sparring. Yeah. I've gotten there with guys who've been 120 and just kind of move around with them. Oh, well, any punches. But uh, well, like someone that you're actually kind of like legit sparring, having a good man. Well, like, what's the smallest dude you've ever kind of like? Uh, Motherfucker, fuck this dude! I'm coming at him. Like this little fucker's it, coming at me. Here's the thing: like, if I'm, <laughs> if, I'm, if, I'm if I'm sparring a guy who's 160, uh huh, and then he slams me with a hard punch, and then I get upset, I'm upset at myself for allowing a smaller guy to hit me. But that's what you do. I that's your. That's I know, what you're, <laughs> but I can't take that out on him because I'm significantly bigger than he is. You can't take it out I on him. Never, I, Why I, not? Because he don't, wants it. No, no, no. He wants Cam. He I, wants it. I swing. I see, I, bitch, I got you. When Come at, at me. Gym, what you got? Let's go. I got you, Cam. You ain't shit. I just fucking cracked you. Come on. What you got? He wants it. I hate seeing like bullies. I hate well, that's seeing, not a bully. He's like, yeah, come on. I, I want, he, I'm test, he's testing himself. If a guy who's 160 can hurt me with a punch, he deserves to hurt me. 
But don't you deserve to hurt him back? No, I'm bigger than him. That don't matter. He came after you. No, that's you I'll get out of here. The weight classes. He's that's, coming after you. He came after game. you. That's that's the, how the game works. You really? Respect the weight classes. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Just because that's not uh, that, well, well, that's not a Cam F awesome thing. That's a game thing. That's like a a boxing thing. It's like an honor. Like, <sighs> yeah. It, I don't like that. Yeah. Like, like, like. Did you you wrestle? I fucked around with it, but not uh, like officially. But I did fuck around and. I liked it. But so like imagine you They recruited being, me, but I was yeah. I fucked around with it though. Imagine you being a heavyweight wrestler and then body slamming like a hundred and forty pound guy. Like Well that's freestyle wrestling. That's different. Like that's not, like body slamming is completely that's not or real. Whatever. I don't I don't, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know much about wrestling. What? What's that Charles? Oh, whatever you did whatever you did to dominate him, even though Well, I'm just saying, like if 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 I'm signing up, like I'm coming at it as just a, like I said, I'm athletic and uh, super competitive. And if I'm like, you know what, I'm going to try my hand as I, I walk around at like 172 or something, probably I'm out of shape and look like shit right now. I know that it's my, this is my off season. Yeah. <laughs> January comes back to my off season where I get back in shape. But when I'm on on uh, you know when I'm on fleek at like <laughs> my five ten one seventy five fit, like if I'm like all right I'm gonna sign up to fight a, a two hundred pounder. I know he's gonna probably fuck me up, but maybe I can crack one in or two. I'm like I understand that's a gamble. Like all right, crack me. That's fine. That's what I signed up for. I signed up for that. But I'm hoping to get I, one in on you. You I know get, I get nothing out of. her hitting someone i don't care if you get nothing i what if i get something out holy shit i you know what i can't fuck with no light heavyweight or heavyweight no more he fucking just got me good i learned my lesson you put me in my place if not then i got this false sense of security like yo i just cracked this fucking super heavyweight he came at me and i didn't feel shit like i might be able to step up you're protecting him if you crack him you're like yo bitch you're in check stay back down there Here's here's the thing. You go to weight class. You go to like a weigh-ins for a boxing match. Uh-huh. There are dudes who are like loud and like beating on their chest. You, they want you to know they're there. They're ready to fight. And there's some goofy kids in the corner just laughing and giggling. Well, the real ones don't do that. The the ones laughing and giggling in the corner. Yeah. Those are the killers. Yeah. Anyone who knows how to fight, they don't have anything to prove to anyone. Exactly. So like when a smaller guy lands a hard punch on me. In my head, I'm mad at myself for letting that happen. But what if he really got? What if he really did earn it? Oh, then he gets it. And you're still mad at yourself? No. Okay. Oh, it, it, it's what if a little oh, guy? I'm, what I'm, if a little I'm, guy I'm, can I'm, fucking? Anytime what, someone hits me, I'm mad at myself. What if a 185 guy can keep up with you? Like, come on, throw him at me. Like, I got you. I'm faster than you. I'm gonna duck you and crack you. Well, is I that? Is that? I haven't seen that. So. Are you up? But is it because you turn them down, or they just ain't a thing? No. Nah, uh, if there there will be guys who are faster than me, but then I have to be creative and figure out how to catch them. How do you get creative with uh, different moves and stuff? Because, I mean, like, it is a sweet science. That it is an art form. Yeah. I respect that and understand that there is, like you said yourself, and you're a southpaw, right? Yeah. And so that's even more gives you a little bit more leeway and like avenues so here's something that i do so one of the first things i do as a southpaw fighter when i get to the middle of the ring when you throw a jab i'll slip it and throw an uppercut underneath your jab Mm -hmm. and then i'll wait for you to throw another jab you use your right hand a lot yep you you throw another jab i slip it throw uppercut 
do it again. I slip it, throw uppercut. The fourth time you throw that jab, bam! That comes out. Hook. No, the, the fourth time I throw the jab, I I slip it. I slip your jab. I could throw the uppercut, but I don't. I just look at you. Oh shit! My games. So now you know if I you throw gotcha. that punch again, I got you. So you stop throwing that punch. But why? Why tell him you know that? Why tell him you know it's like a poker because, player? I know you tell. Why. Let me tell you why. Because now that you stop throwing that hand, I'm now fighting a one-handed fighter. Oh shit! Okay. Once I do that to your other hand, and I get you to stop throwing your right hand as well. Pull the mic up a little bit more. It'll sound better. Once I. Uh, oh my god! Yeah. Yeah. Once I I get you to stop throwing that right hand as well. You know, you'd be watching a boxing match, and you're like, "Why isn't he throwing any punches? Why?" Is-? Well, he's been trained to every time he throws a punch, Fuck, he gets man. punished. And that's what I win by doing. Damn. But no one sees that. They just see me running around and, and doing stuff. And that kind of, you know, the beautiful thing about that, and the beautiful thing about all sports is that it, that kind of shit crosses all cultures. You don't have to speak. Yeah. You don't have to speak Polish to let that motherfucker know. I just, like, turned your back three different times, and you just got a point, son. Yeah. Like, you don't have to speak any kind of language to know that there's this boxing language. Like, yo, fuck yeah, got it, you. Yeah. It's, That's a beautiful thing. That's wow. what's beautiful about sports. Yeah. And, yeah, it, it brings everyone together. You know what? I've had a couple of drinks in me. I'm going to go there. <clears throat> and you can tap out if you would like. But speaking of, like, culture... Boxing. What, what are your thoughts on male to female transgender fighting as females? Males to females fighting as females. Like kind of that whole. And you can say like, yo, let's just do that. And I can edit. I can just edit this part out. And we can skip to a different topic. Here's what I'll think on. And here's why I try never to voice an opinion on these subjects. Uh, who would have a better opinion than someone that's in it? Oh, just I feel like you're an expert. I want your expertise on this. Like, I feel like if next week you said, you know what, I just got banned from the amateur Olympic. I can't be in the. I can't be in the Olympics now. I'm going to transition, quote unquote, and just call myself a female boxer. You literally could do that and be. Uh, you could probably be in the Olympics as a female boxer. They don't have my weight class. Super heavyweight, bitch. There ain't no fucking end there's, in sight, you said. And, that, and there ain't no, no end in sight for, <laughs> for weight. You can no, be no, super for, heavyweight. For women. So men men get unlimited weight. Men have all the weight classes. Okay. Women don't have all the weight classes. They only get, I believe, three weight classes in the Olympics. Okay. And they, no, no. They just moved it up recently, so they get five weight classes in the Olympics. They don't have super heavyweight. But I don't really have an opinion on the trans thing. That's a safe answer. That is a very you're your safe own answer. brand. I get it. Wink, yeah. wink, nod, nod. I understand. We'll move on. Here, here's <laughs> I will. Here's here's what I will say about that. I don't want to get you in trouble. It's not even getting in trouble. It's the only time. I don't want the only time for me ever speak on that community is when it's time to speak against them. Okay, I'm fine with that. Yeah, and so I don't want to speak against them too. I've just I've had that conversation brought up a couple times. I respect that community, and I've said multiple times I do not disparage that community. If you are a born woman and want to be called a man, I'll call you that. If, so the if vice versa, I'll call you whatever you want, and I'll respect you. But the, when it comes to sports, we got to have a conversation. The first uh, female to 
uh, transition to male and have a professional boxing match and win. Uh, Patricio uh, Manuel, uh, that's my homie. So I learned a lot about, like, saw what he went through and everything. And but first, he, as a first female to male, yeah. Okay, I don't have a big. I don't have any. Like, I don't think anyone has any objection from female to male yeah. fighting. Yeah, it's the other way. I think that. I, I, is where you really kind of have a controversy and, and more of a discussion when it's male to female. Yeah, and everything should be looked into. Everything should, and that is insane. Mad respect to female to male. Yeah. That's fucking insane. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah, pretty badass. That's fucking insanely badass, and I yeah. got mad respect for yeah. that. Uh, <laughs> I got mad respect. <laughs> Wait, female to male? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And fighting males. He's a ah, dog. Get the fuck out of here. Ah, you know what? Yeah, 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 yeah. All you male to females, fuck off, you <laughs> fucking pussies. This fucking female to males fucking cracking with the males. I like that a lot. I'm yep. down with that. Fucking, can I get that? Yeah. Can I get him on the podcast? Yeah. Is he local? Uh, no, he's in a... Uh, oh, God, that's fucking think LA. dope. That's fucking dope. Yeah. Yeah. That's fucking dope. All right. Well, yeah, I didn't want you to disparage you, but I just I, that that topic has brought up been a few times, especially. Yeah, and I would see why I would be a person to ask that. Yeah, yeah, it's my. It's my all right. So uh, fuck all of that. You're done. You're done with the boxing life for now, for whatever. Uh, you're a public speaker. You're also a comedian. I've seen some of your uh, your barstool interview and ESPN interview type things that they've covered, where you're you are hilarious. Thanks. That's fucking you. Those were five or six years ago. So whatever. That's all I I guess I barely know about you. But I saw some good clips. You're fucking hilarious. But transitioning to. So you are a public speaker and stand up comedian. Uh, Or do you just dabble in stand up comedian? Yeah. Yeah. Just just dabble. And I haven't since COVID happened. I haven't done any mics or anything. Uh, I don't. It's not a career. It's a hobby. No, totally. Yeah. I understand that. Yeah, like there are people out there doing it for real. I'm just like, uh, Kansas City is a good place to get a dabble in it and and hone some skills. Yeah, There's some spots here. I would be. I, I would like to get into it again, but I can't. I go to bed early. I can't stay up until one a.m. for an open mic. Okay. Like they need to have happy hour open mics, like at four p.m. <laughs> or something. I. Ain't nobody laughing at 4 p.m. If, if you can, here's my thing. If you can make someone ain't laugh. Ain't nobody laughing at 4 p.m. If you can make someone laugh at 4 p.m. No, I ain't trying to watch you make me laugh Bro, at 4 if you can, p.m. If you can make someone laugh at 4 p.m., you can make them laugh at 9 p.m. when they're drunk. Oh, good luck. That's a good challenge. That is a good challenge, but that ain't happening. That's It's a business for your business, man. You understand. Ain't no club open up at 4 p.m. to kind of get that. But the, no, no. It's pre-sunset just, laugh. Here, here it is, though. <laughs> It's usually at bars, right? Sure. Bars have happy hours where crowds come in at 4 three to p.m. six. Yeah, three three to, to six. Have a mic then. They do have those. Change a cult. Change Get the them culture. In there. Are you afraid of uh, COVID or are you using that no. as an excuse? Because there are places you can get in to do some. Oh mics. no 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 no. The the problem is it's it's too late at night. That's why I there's I some get... earlier ones you can get into. Yeah. When it it what starts time is the earlier. Apollo? I mean, I get it. No, trust me, I get yeah. it. I get it. I was supposed to go to. One of my favorite rappers, C-Dub to Youngblood, showed up uh, to do a live performance Saturday night, last night. I got a babysitter. 
I got dressed up. I'm finally going to go see and go support him at Legends Comedy in Raytown. And uh, he goes on at like 1 a.m., but the show starts at 10. I'm about to show up at 11. I'm like, you know what, beforehand, you know, I'm going to have a couple drinks and kind of get loose. Next thing you know, I'm passed the fuck out and didn't even make it. Like, I get it. Like, I feel like an asshole. <laughs> like, I support this man. I like this dude so much. He's like, he's a real one. I, I like rock with him and fuck with him. I And I couldn't even make it to his event here because I just got fucked up. At home? Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's. I hate it. I I I babysitter. It is so hard for me to get out on a Friday or babysitter. <laughs> it is so hard for me to get out on a Friday or Saturday night because that's when I have my kids, and I was like, I have I I'm hiring somebody just specifically for this a month and a half out in advance, and I still fucked it up. I'm an asshole. I hate my life. I hate my life. I hate who I am. I really this. I beat myself up, and that's my self deprecating. Shut up, Ryan. You're a great human being. You just messed up, and shit happens. I like that's it. what you need to say. Fuck off. You got West Bottoms Whiskey Co. as your sponsor. KMF Awesome as an amazing guest. You have a sponsor, man. LG Life's Good. Yeah, LG Life's Good. So, what do you do? Your uh, talking on, your speaking uh, on, your uh, professional speaker. Diversity. 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 Cultures. Okay. Cultural competence. You've been to 30 different cultures or more. Yeah. You should uh, know so, a thing or two. I just help people communicate. So uh, when I work with educators, so I work with a lot of school districts, mm. uh, 79% of educators are white females. Yeah, our, I know. Our students aren't. So How many? What's that? So 79% are white females. Of that 79%, how many of them are Karens? <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope not too many. <laughs> but hey, the percentage is above zero. Yeah. yeah. But so I just help create better multicultural educators. So. What does that mean? So I help teachers connect better you with help students of different cultures. You white teachers teach. Well, all teachers. Other. But, I mean, yeah. primarily. I mean, if they're 79%, yeah. that's kind of what you're. Yeah, but all of them are still in there, too. The other 20, 31%, or 20. Yeah, but they probably already know how to teach the. Yeah, but they have to teach the white kids, too. I'm saying Everybody they probably has. already know how to teach to them. You're probably right. Isn't it pretty easy <laughs> to teach your white kids? Yeah, I would I would assume so. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's it's the dominant culture. It's the default. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's what anyways. the problem is. is uh, hold on. It's the problem. Huh? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just the default, but. Is it a problem? Which part? I don't know. Any of it. Uh, you said the predominant the problem is that it's all white people. If. It's predominantly white teachers if they're not connecting well with their African-American students. Look, I'm on your side. I just had, I could, I could literally pull up my phone right now and just show you the discussion I had with my ex-wife right now who's about to move because she's about to uh, get married. And how long have you been divorced? Uh, three, three years, did four you have, years. Did you have a bachelor party? Three and a half. <laughs> Dude, don't hear me. No, I I did have a bachelor party. You know I, how personal and serious do you want to get on this episode? Let's get, let's get real. I don't have my kids today. Well, I've had whiskey in me, and I'm fucking an open book right now. Listen, there was I don't know, man. What was your question? Did you have a bachelor party? Yes, I did. 
Okay. When you had your divorce, did you have a bachelor party? It's been a bachelor party ever since I got divorced. <laughs> Good. Real talk. How long were you married? Uh, eight and a half ish years. It's really hard. It's hard to give that an answer because of like separation to actual definition of yeah. divorce. Yeah. But uh, I knew her for a good decade. Oh, okay. That's dope. Yeah, real dope. She's a... People grow in different directions. Yes, they do. I think that's a, another weird thing. It's just... Some people are just born manipulators, too, and are fucking masters at it. Yeah. We grow in different directions. That, too. That, too. Yeah. But also that, too. Yeah, life's fucking crazy, right? What were we talking about? Where were we? I think it's important, like the the partner you pick. And it is. I, yeah, I, yeah, 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 yeah. I think no offense to to any younger people, but uh, and some pe- young people do pick the right person, but statistically they don't. No, you don't. Uh, you don't. Know. First of all, you shouldn't be picking what you want to do when you grow up. By the time you're eighteen, you shouldn't pick a partner like. People who get like oh listen, I picked at like thirty, like that <laughs> fucked up. I'm, I'm still, still trying to better. figure out what I'm want to be when I grow up. Like yeah, but yeah I, yeah, I don't know. I never took relationships very seriously in my younger years because I knew. Well, you that, had a goal. You had a real set actual goal, and I think that is the real distinction between you and a lot of other humans. Is if you don't have an actual objective and straightforward goal that you want to set your life to, you're going to fall into those different traps. It's so easy to to go into college and, and think I'm going to be a, a structural engineer or a bioengineer or some kind of something and then fall in love with some poly sci chick because she's got sexy glasses and a nice rack. You know what I mean? Like it's so easy to fall into those traps. But you took it like no, and that and that is where you are. Why I like having people like you on my podcast is these amazing people who are outliers, who understand that sacrifice is a real thing, and that you have to you have to make actual sacrifice, whatever that looks like in society's eyes, to come up with the life that you want to create. And yeah. that's a fucking amazing man. Like I'm jealous, but envy. Jealous isn't the right word. I'm not jealous. I'm envious and proud and excited that you were able to turn whatever your situation was. And I don't know exactly what your situation was in Long Island that drove you to this this lifestyle. But to get there and, and to accomplish some of your dreams. And now you're like traveling the world. You're doing these speaking engagements yeah, you're a rare human being. Like, thank you, I, like man. you are, and you know it. And it's like, wow, fucking cool. Good for you, man. Like, if matri- if 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 life is a matrix, you've got that shit covered. Like, you got it. Like, you're doing it. It's fucking cool to see people like you doing that. I love that. I love seeing people win. Thanks, man. Fuck Thanks. yeah. Fuck Get yeah. It. Fuck yeah. Get it. Yeah. You live that fucking yes. GTA life, like that Thank open you. sandbox, open world life, man. Live it. Yeah. yeah. It takes takes work, like that's the thing. It takes it ain't fucking some it ain't some crackerjack box 
uh, gift that was given to you are like you are hustling and making that shit work and that's the thing yeah. that's what separates you from that's what makes an outlier an outlier is you are going that extra like how oh. can people get that how can I get that uh, what do I like, gotta do like what do I have to do choose whatever it is that whatever the goal is like for me I, when, when I decided that speaking was gonna be my goal I realized like if you're gonna do something you're gonna suck in the beginning right no matter what so you can either suck. Let's let's say let's say stand up comedy. You're gonna suck for the first thousand hours you're on stage, right? Okay. So you can either spread that out over twenty years, or you can suck a lot in a year and a half. Yeah, every every single thing I can, just get them ten thousand hours in as soon as I can. And that's what I did with boxing. I was the most active boxer at forty nine fights in the year of two thousand fourteen. Like that's a lot of fights. I was I fought. I just drove around my Prius. And I just fought people in their own hometown with no coach or anything. I I show up, I warm myself up, I wrap my own hands. Bitch, I'm gonna beat you in front of your girl in Atchison, Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a thing. Uh, Is that a thing? Being a, like, did you have to go to like a lot of different communities like that? Like different? Yeah, I was going. Like, to, I was going to people's backyards to fight. Oh shit! Yeah, with gloves. Oh no, I meant like backyard. Like if I go to their city, because okay. You know, I'm like a, a no bigger Kim, name. No Kimbo Slice. No, shit. no, no, no Kimbo Slice. Much respect to that, because I ain't about that life. Yeah. Jorge Masvidal. Yeah, I ain't about that life. <laughs> <laughs> just where was, they live. Yeah, just traveling around. Okay. Word. Yeah. Uh, you know, and one thing I know about. All right, here's another controversial subject we can steer away from. I feel like some people think. Boxing is one of the only places in sports where it's okay to be racist. As in the fact that if you're a black guy, you root for the black guy. If you're a Mexican, you root for the Mexican. If you're, uh, what was that? Uh, Manny Pacquiao, Filipino, you root for, if you're a white guy, white, you want the white guy to win. But if you're a Russian, you want the Russian to win. It's like, like, like it's the only sport where racism is like, yeah, it's okay. (laughs) No. Because okay. the other place it's okay is Family Feud. Okay. Ah. It is? Family Feud? I mean, feud? I root for the black family on Family Feud. You do? Well, because it's always There's a lot like of different mixed fam- families on There's there. There's a lot of different... Whatever family looks more like me. <laughs> I get it. But yeah, it's just your... your I don't give a fuck. I, I'm not... I don't give a fuck. I like... Yeah, I'll, I'll root for the funniest or the more yeah. interesting Family Feud one. Yeah. If I'm just driving, like, as I'm not ever watching Family Feud, yeah. if it's over on in a waiting room or something, but yeah, <laughs> well, that's an old school show. I I do I do wish to have whoever Steve Harvey's agent is. Do you have an agent? I don't. How do you get all of your so so? We'll go back on your speaking thing. So talking about I don't know what race and diversity kind of really sparks you, and you were like. I mean, it makes sense. Let me talk to some of these white teachers to kind of. Well, it's not specifically just <clears throat> white teachers, but like that's. More or less, I kind of get that word out there like, hey, let's get some diversity talk out there because that is primary. If 79% is, that's yeah. kind of who you're wanting to talk to. Yeah. And there there has been a great effort because there are there aren't a lot of black male teachers. How about male teachers? How many male teachers yeah. are you going to begin with? Yeah. In, in Kansas, in the state of Kansas, one less than 1% of teachers are black males. So, like, I didn't have a single... Where are they? Black females. Probably... I, I don't remember what, the Probably the not even that high. Yeah. Yeah. 
under five percent. I'm sure. Uh, in Kansas, I mean, yeah. What are we talking about? True, here? it is Kansas. Uh, but what's yeah. the percentage of black people in Kansas outside of Wyandotte? Uh, I don't know, but I do see like this being an area where my services are of value, mm-hmm. and it's a place where I can serve. Uh, so I do. I it's emotionally taxing sometimes, but I do enjoy it. What like what? What do you mean? What's uh, emotionally taxing, and what do you enjoy? Oh, just speaking just on speaking diversity. Like, oh, just because it's like, what, okay, be more specific when you're talking on diversity. So okay, just going so, somewhere and just like, hey, oh, uh, black people exist and we're different. Our culture's slightly different. Like, what is exactly is it that you're getting involved with? And and, and so, for example, right now, uh, speaking at a few high schools, mm-hmm. and I'm speaking about cultural competence, which is communicating effectively with people of different cultures. So I just talk about different cultural norms. Okay. Uh, also talk about intent versus impact. Okay. So are you familiar with the, the concept of intent versus impact? I, so. I don't know that I, I, I mean, break it down. I don't know. Uh, so picture this. I know intent is very important. <laughs> and and, all right, that's so, why we have language is to uh, okay. display so, intent. So picture this. You're, it's a beautiful day. You're on a walk, right? I'm picturing that right now. All right. Boom. I hit you with my car. You hit me with my car, you motherfucker. I get, I get out of the car. And I'm like, oh, man, wh- what are you doing under my car? <laughs> I, was, I was actually uh, heading to go volunteer. I do a lot of volunteer work because I'm a good person. <laughs> right, uh, right. And then because I volunteered so many places, when I went to go put it in my GPS, I saw my mom text me. And I don't usually text when I drive, but you always got to text your mom and Duke's back, right? And now while I'm explaining all of this to you, you're still bleeding under my car. Right. At this moment, are you more interested in the intent of my actions or the impact of my actions? I never give I, I your imp, your intent and impact are too I don't give a fuck what your intent is because your intent doesn't jive well with society's intent. Society says you should not be texting and driving. What the fuck are you doing? But you're under my car. So you get the point. The, get the so, fuck out of here. Get off of me and call an ambulance. Get off your phone. Stop but, talking to me and but, get 911. But, but what, what if I told <laughs> yeah. you what if I told you I, I'm I, I told you I volunteer. I'm a good person. Yeah. I'm Do sure you, you are. You're going to spend being a real good person in jail. Exactly. So the point is like a lot of times people say things that they put their foot in their mouth or they say things that might come off as offensive. And for some reason, no one can just say, oh, OK, I didn't know we can say that anymore. Or I didn't know that was a thing we didn't have to say. Like it, we don't have to be that committed to our language. Culture means a way of life. Our way of life always evolves. So should we. And so culture language. Uh, language evolves. Language has evolved since language began. That's yeah. why we have language. Yeah. Sure. So. I just talk about communication. Okay. Yeah. A lot of people have, yeah, communication. I mean, <clears throat> one of the thing, uh, things you had, you know, we had talked about was why I do the podcast and some of the struggles with that. But another big reason why I do the podcast is because of communication and you saying that we are losing that communication. We are losing some of that diversity culture communication for sure but i think also what we're losing is is communication in general is as it does as we had been talking about earlier as text messaging and dms and emails and like how often do you get like you and i are different because you're doing these speaking engagements i do a podcast every week we're getting this one-on-one real conversation 
but that's not a real thing a lot of people are getting too often and think about when they are getting it it's at work and when you're at work you're not you you're who you're supposed to be at work right yeah so people don't get to be their authentic selves and actually share their opinions yeah and it's it's it sucks and, when they do and then, get a chance and then to when share you their opinion they yeah. just yell it at someone in caps lock online they do and then of course you get the caps lock online throws that into the algorithm and shows that more to you and you show and then we as a Facebook society get more of that thrown at us is that uh animosity yeah with the things that we don't agree with yeah how do we beat that you as a public speaker can do one thing but i see you come and talk to me in my gymnasium for an hour and it impacts me for a few days maybe a week or two but that fucking phone and that facebook is in my pocket every single day like a drug and i can just flip flip and see that algorithm that's supposed to piss me off more and more uh, it, it, do you do you ever with these talks and speaking engagements that you do ever acknowledge and bring that up and kind of just acknowledge that that demon in the pocket if you will oh and when i speak at schools i speak about appropriate social media use and ways to use technology to choose a future career like social media isn't bad the people you follow the timeline is bad it, you can decide what goes on your timeline. So the reason why I'm so yeah. loose with that block button, oh, I follow under 100 people. Oh, shit. Because it is, when I say it's my real estate, and th- that's my life. When you look at your timeline and it's a bunch of shit that makes you sad, like, real talk, there's there's people in my family that, like, I don't need to know what they ate for dinner. Like, <laughs> that's I don't my need, argument. Yeah. The, the person I went to high school with, I don't need to see pictures of their kids. Everyone loves their own kids. Uh, my kids know, are pretty cute, let me tell you. I bet your I'm kids just are kidding. Cute. I'm fucking with you. <laughs> I bet your kids are cute. But also, my timeline. You don't need to see them. Yeah. So, exactly. But but then we have this weird thing in culture now. It's just like, what, you're not following me? I'm like, yeah. Sorry, auntie. I'm not following you. Okay. Because I don't like that you post your opinion. And even if I agree with your opinion, this is not where I want to see it. When I get online, I want to see either funny things or pictures of dogs. So, if you, there's a uh, a comedian named Ari Shafir. I love Ari Shafir. Oh, nice. I do too. He did a, a thing where he was like, "I'm gonna just look up puppy videos this is on my, YouTube." This is wow. my Instagram. My Instagram is occasional boxing video, but just just all puppies. I, it's all puppies. There's a one or two. Uh, oh my, that's funny. Ohio State. Probably because it's the Bulldogs. Fuck Ohio State. They're not the, they're Buckeyes. Oh, I don't really. I'm not really. It doesn't happen to me up there. But yeah, it's I, all dogs. Because my timeline is supposed to bring me joy. So I only, anytime I see anything I like, I, I like fun facts because I love to learn and I love pictures of puppies. And if you just like those things, your algorithm will not be Who nothing but joy. Who the fuck are you? Like, what alien child spawned you, KMF Awesome? You are not a normal human being. You control this your time environment, age. man. You, you do. You can control your environment. It just takes a little bit of effort. And then you're just going to have to rub a few people the wrong way when you just don't follow them. Big deal. Yeah, right. But okay. when, I, when I open my phone, it's joy. I mean, look, that's what got me on TikTok. I, I see a lot of camel toes and big breasts on uh, on TikTok, and I am not mad at that. 
It's what you're drawn to, man. I can't help it. Look, the DNA imprinted on me, big bootied hose. What can I say? Hump with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome, man. Like, yeah, you're doing real shit. I'm trying. I, I'm just trying to learn as much as possible, and I'm trying to build a discipline routine. You haven't peed once. <laughs> no, man. You've had all that water, and you haven't peed once. Do you have to pee again? You know, it's not <laughs> about me. It is not about me right now. <laughs> Man, go pee. <laughs> and we're back on. What were we talking about? Uh, oh, building a s- disciplined structure. Okay. So, uh, decided I want to. I want to become a great ter- I want to become a greater person. So I'm, I have this idea of what I need to do to work on myself. You're an there. alien. I think you're an alien. I think you got alien DNA. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, <laughs> so starting uh, February 27th, I decided to start reading Think and Grow Rich every morning. Okay. Uh, so I read that every morning. And starting July, uh, July 26th, every morning I woke up, I wrote my gratitude journal. I'd list 10 things I'm grateful for. Okay. Here's why. No, I like it. Because as humans, we have this propensity to think of the negative things. Yes. For our own Sorry, safety. We're finishing our own sentences. I love Let's it. Let's get married. Yes. <laughs> that doesn't work out well because you're going to be a bad divorcee. Yes. And I'm straight. <laughs> I don't have that kind of pain threshold to take it. <laughs> what were we talking about? Per, uh, uh, discipline. Oh, yeah. Uh, so you always think about negative things. So when you have to think in the morning, so I write, uh, the first thing I always write is I think for my girl and my dog. And then the other nine things. <sighs> Get out of here with that shit. No. She's not listening this long. You don't have to say her. <laughs> I'm telling you what I do, man. I'm kidding, man. I'm fucking with you. That's but cool, man. The, the other nine that you write, like, I have to write something different. I'm not allowed to repeat anything I'm grateful for. So, yeah. In a day? Like, how about a week? Like I said, I'm I'm grateful for Chipotle because I have a crazy addiction for it. You can do, but then like two weeks later, I'm like, damn, that bowl, that Chipotle bowl yesterday with the chips and the guacamole. You can't write that, that on the list. Get, I can't put that on there. You can't write that on the list. Here's you got why Chipotle you, on there. Because I know you can't you're write a Chipotle on the list. addict. Because I saw that video. You did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you're a funny guy. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Just Google. Uh, just YouTube. Cam F. Awesome. I had a lot of free time when I was an athlete. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Go on. You yeah. were talking. But the So the nine things that uh, I have to think of something different every day. And then what you do is you train your brain to look for new things to be grateful for. So if you write, you're grateful. You do for that every day? Every morning. Every day? I haven't missed a morning. Get out of here. Yeah. Since well, I've been going since uh, July 26th. Get out of here. Really? Yeah. But what happens is good for you, man. That's fucking dedicate. That's discipline. That's dedicate. Wow. Your brain starts to look for things to be grateful for all day. So now you're just getting bursts of joy. Oh, shit. Yes, it does. Because, oh, my God, I have anxiety. I have to come up with nine new things tomorrow. What? So I have to look at only positive things. It's easy to come with negative things. So easy to come I with negative I can come things. up with, oh, that chick that I thought was really cute, like, didn't smile at me when I gave her, like, a little wink and a nod and a nudge nudge. Like, that's a negative thing. But instead, like, oh, this other girl, like, winked at me. And even though she was, like, 320 pounds like she gave me the wink 
Wink still counts. Wink at the positive things. I get it. Fuck, I got to change my life. Like, will you change my life, Cam? Bro, you got to change your own life. But I need help. Yeah. I need training wheels. I just need you to be a training wheel. I got you. All right. Yeah. You and Susan. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you do do that every day. Every morning. Do you actually physically write it down in a journal, like pen to paper or pencil to paper? I'm on my third journal right now. Yeah, pen to paper. Get out of here. Yeah. Dead ass. Dead ass. Every morning before I do anything. Get out of here. You have nobody to prove that to. That's not, you don't have to tell that to anybody. Nobody knows that you're doing that. You're just doing that. Yeah. And every fucking day you do it for your own personal good. Yeah. And it is working and it is. Bro, it, the first two weeks, it, it immediately changed my life. The way you look at everything. Nine things is a lot of things to be grateful for. Give me some things that you're grateful. Well, okay. Here's a problem. Okay, I'm going to test you right now, Cam. What did you do this morning? What were your nine things this morning? I can't tell you exactly nine things in the order. But whatever. But just things that I would say I'm grateful for. Because the idea is in the beginning. Because the reason why I say you can't, you shouldn't repeat anything is because I can say I'm grateful to have a house to live in. Grateful to have a fridge with food. Grateful for a car. All that stuff. It gets repetitive and monotonous and it doesn't mean anything. After the third week. It would take me sometimes 20, 30 minutes in the morning to come up with nine things. Do you get out of, Do you allow yourself to get out of bed before you get these nine things? Uh, what I usually do is I come down in the morning. I put my cup of water where I refill this water bottle. I go to my office and I write my 10 things. Wow. Give me your things today. Uh, I don't remember exactly what they were this Roughly. morning. Uh, give me just give me yeah give me roughly five six seven things that you can remember the past few days that you're thankful uh, of oh, this, this that you wrote for this in morning, your journal this morning uh one thing i was grateful for is yesterday i got <clears throat> to connect with some of the people in the national speakers association that i haven't seen in years wow so that was one of the things i put in there this morning or keep going uh you got nine you can give me yeah. a couple like i'm very curious like yeah. i want to know what i would do like if it, Every single day to come up with nine things seems such a grandiose fucking venture that I I'll challenge you. If you can't think of nine things you're grateful for, you're not living right the right way. I know, but but then I'm like getting then I'm getting silly with it. Oh, I'm grateful that I remember to floss my teeth today because I just spent a grip on my fucking grill lately and I need to fucking keep this thing oh. manicured and cute for the next three months when I have to see my dental hygienist that's going to fucking work on my periodontal disease. I guess that's something I'm grateful for. Yeah. That speaks on, you know what? That just did something for me. You're right. I was goofing around and shitting. Around that, but you're right. I am actually grateful for that because that is something I haven't done. And I have been like on point with my floss game. And I haven't done that in fucking 40 years. And I will tell you that in, huh. the, in the beginning when we we're talking about thoughts or things, it will work if you work it. Yeah. If you actually do it. That's why like no one knows I do it. Like Nobody does know. Like this if is I something skipped, you just fucking do. Yeah. Okay. What happens? Do you skip? Do you skip a day? I've never skipped a day. Okay. What happens? What would you do if you did? Uh, I think the closest thing would happen is if I were to travel and forget my notebook. Uh, and if I were to do that, I would list the 10 things on a piece of paper and then transfer it later. Nobody knows you do this. You just do it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. You win. Not even yet. <laughs> Not even close. 
Not even close. I've got plans. What are your plans? I don't know yet. It's going to be big. So when you were walking your six miles, you had all these plans. I'm going to be best. I'm going to be Olympic. And I'm going to tell you something now. I think I've come to grips with that term of you getting fucked over with that bullshit, that technical bullshit with you getting fucked over. But I think you accomplished your dream of getting to that Olympic level. 100% you accomplished that. Oh, so actually I returned to boxing after changing my name, reclaimed my spot back at number one in 2013, won nationals in 2013, 14, 15, then in 2016 won the Olympic trials again. Oh, so you did get back in it? Uh, I lost, so I won the Olympic trials for the U S but I lost an in international competition. So I didn't get to go to Rio, but I did get to represent us again. Fuck yeah. Who'd you, uh, who'd you lose <clears throat> to? Uh, uh, Colombia in Argentina. You're saying there was a little bit of bias going no, on no, there. No, 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 no. It's a close fight. It was a split decision at the, when the bell rung, neither of us celebrated because like you had no idea whoever got, I got it. So when that happens, are you like. That was on me. I didn't do enough to win it. That's 100% on me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It shouldn't have been close. <clears throat> I shouldn't have made it close. Why was it close? He was better. Oh. Yeah, I just, I should have been better. He should have, uh, you should have been better. I should have been but better. He was, he was the better guy. He won. <clears throat> that You can you can spin it any way you want to make yourself feel better, but he was the better guy and I should have done better. I should have trained harder. So would, tra- would, would training harder have helped you against him? Yeah. Would have? Uh, if I were to, like, now if I were to fight him again, I would fight him in a different way. Well, yeah, because you already fought him. You know, yeah. he would fight you in a different way probably, too. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Why you think? do you think you could have trained harder or better? Uh, that was always my problem with, Team USA is they would make so I coach myself. Uh, is that a problem? Do you think I was? I mean, not a problem. Is that a mistake? No, no, no. It's the way I box, and I'm comfortable coaching myself. I know how I work. I'm not lazy. I'm very disciplined. I don't skip a workout. If I don't, if I don't work out, it's because my body tells me not to, not mm-hmm. because I'm trying to skip. Now, when you go to Team USA and you're living in Colorado Springs with the Olympic training team, they have this one size fits all workout. Like, oh. wake up early in the morning and go running. Timeout. I don't do that. Like people wake up early in the morning to go running before they go to work. Yeah. If this yeah, is yeah, my yeah. if this is my work, I'm running when I feel like. Sometimes at eleven, sometimes at two p.m. <clears throat> whatever my body feels like. But when I'm on the Olympic team, I can't do that. Really? Yeah. Why? So, because <clears throat> it's a whole team structure and why you can't put your like this is my specialty. Hey, motherfucker, what do you think got me to this camp to begin with? Do you think it was doing this little structure A, B to C to D? No, it's doing what I want to do to get here. Like, is there no negotiating there? Like, well, this is what I, this is what worked. This is what got me to the dance. Let me dance. Bro, you are explaining my argument I had for 10 years. So when after 2016 happened, I said, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to take a step away from boxing and focus on speaking. So I bought a van and I decided I was just going to speak at high schools and middle schools around the country and just drove around the country speaking at about 200 schools a year. A guy in a van showing up to a high school or a middle school. Hey, can I talk to your kids? Does that work? How does that work out? Came out a little (laughs) creepy, but 
Yeah. Don't mind the. You know why the ice cream man has the music going on, right? No. So you can't hear the kids screaming. Oh. From all the brain furries? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's one one way to put it. <laughs> yeah, so I, I did the... Well, the so I, were you signing up beforehand, or would you just go to these schools and say, hey... Oh, I, I would... I would. I'm a black dude. Up. Let me talk to you about... No, I would sign up. So what I was doing is I was speaking about why I got into boxing. I speak about confidence. I speak about bullying. I right. speak about appropriate social media use and career goal setting. Nice. And I'd reach out to schools, book my schedule... And basically, I toured around the country, drove about forty to fifty thousand miles a year. Okay, and wow. It was it was fun. Got to hang out with a lot of people in a lot of places. Uh, what kind of food were you eating? What was it? Just McDonald's, or would you try some of like the local <clears throat> cuisine wherever you would go? Oh, there's an app called Happy Cow because I'm still vegan. Uh, oh gosh, darn it! I, you know what? There's a vegan app that shows I, I, you where I all the vegan I, you food know, is. Yeah, I don't around. need to hear. I don't care. I don't Listen. care. I don't care. Listen. Yeah, keep your ve- vegan crap to yourself. I don't want to know where the, I can get the best tofu burger in Memphis. I, I forgot you were vegan. I was going to start at talking about um, some real fucking food. You're, you're missing out. I, I'm you're not missing out. out I can, look, I can appreciate a goddamn Brussels sprout with some balsamic vinaigrette glaze over it, baked in an oven with some garlic on it. I can appreciate that, but it's going to be accompanied with a nice uh, venison pork loin roast or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, I'm down with some fucking protein. You can't put that energy in my body, bro. That's energy. That's is, bad energy. Bullshit. That's negative I mean, you know energy. What? That's the last thing that thing bullshit. did before it died was scream for its life. I'm not putting that negative energy in my body. My bullshit. shit's pure. Bullshit. You don't think those plants are screaming? I've seen them Probably. videos. How much screaming do you think goes is involved with the death of those vegetables from the displacement of these animals to prepare that land for those vegetables? When those combines come and rip up those vegetables, how many moles Stop and bunnies are the killing? Stop yes, that's drinking right. the vegetables. That's right. Stop burning the vegetables. <laughs> there's, every, there's, there's just a price to pay for everything, and there's ethically ways to get and, meat. And, There's yeah. ethical ways to get protein, like and, meat. I'm sorry, meat. Here's the thing. I'm not against meat. Okay, good. I'm, yeah, I'm not against meat. What I am against is factory farming. Amen, But brother. against meat, I'm not against meat. Yeah, what if I give you like a, an, a, an ethically arrowed with a bow and arrow shot venison roast? Like, you know, like it's something like that. Uh, I wouldn't. Like I wouldn't. wild game. It's, I think, do you know that that is the best death a wild animal can get is like from a, a bullet or an arrow? I've heard. It's the best. I've heard. Either that or it's get eaten by your asshole first from a coyote or wolf or starvation because you can't chew anything because your teeth are fucking so numb and bald that you can't grind anything. Starvation. Yeah, but there's lines outside Chick-fil-A and McDonald's, so that's not what we're talking about. Nope. <laughs> Get the good shit. I got yeah. a, I got a freezer full of uh, fish that I've caught and, yep. and and deer that I've killed. Nice. Yeah, that's the way to go. Yeah. What I if agree. you did that? What if you got into hunting? Uh, I I have a compound compound bow and I like to shoot. But yeah, come on. I don't. I just shoot targets. Like shoot a deer, man. You know how good deer is. Like venison's delicious. It's, I'll show you some recipes. That's fucking good. It doesn't seem appetizing to me, honestly. Oh, well, you know, to each his own. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm not mad at you. You're yeah, a vegan boxer. You. You're a vegan boxer that's killing it. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's working for you. It is. And one of the best things for me with the, the whole vegan thing is the lack of access. Because if I can just stop off at McDonald's real quick just this one time today, just this one time, yeah, I'll do that every day. Yeah, I don't have I don't I don't have a chill. There's no I don't do moderation. I, <laughs> I go either hard 100. percent Is there anything yeah. you can get at McDonald's? No, fries? even the French Not fries. Not even the fries are fr- made with fat. Yeah. What is it? It's just it just works for you. Yeah. In factory farming. Okay, well, I get the factory farming part. Yeah, and it 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 works for me. I'm I'm able to. I'm below my fight weight, and I don't even train like that anymore. It's like I'm the healthiest I've ever been. It's just the cleanest I've ever eaten, and I feel so good. That's good. That's why I stopped drinking, because I just I started feeling. I drank once at a wedding, and I was like, I woke up in the morning. I was like, oh yeah, nope, done. I get it. I get it. There's there's like I do. So I just started doing a sober month from March 18th, the day after. Uh, God damn it. You're leprechauns. Uh, St. Patty Days. So the day after that to April 19th, the day before 420, hmm. I do a month sobriety challenge for everybody that listens to the podcast or follows me on Instagram or whatever. And then I do it myself just to kind of reset and just kind hmm. of, yeah. Like like I said today during this episode, like sometimes I'm like, ah, oh, shit, I might have been drinking too much recently because I kind of. I should be firing quicker. Like my words should be coming quicker. I shouldn't be sl- as slow as I am. Like I, I notice I'm pretty in tune with my body to notice that there's a difference here and there. And I'm like, all right, I need to tweak things a little bit different. Yeah. Yeah. It's the tweaking, like finding what works for you, I mm-hmm. think is important. And like vegan works for me. If it's not going to work, like if it doesn't work for everybody, it doesn't work for everybody. Like I think everyone should just stop doing what they're so used to doing and try a bunch of different things and see what works for them. Yeah. Because what 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 you're doing now might be working for you, but something could be better out there. Upgrade. Yeah. Upgrade yourself. Just try new things. I mean, yeah, yeah. Start stuff. Dude, I had a great fucking time. This was yeah. fun, man. Yeah, this is a good way to spend a Sunday. Yeah. yeah. And you get to write it off on your taxes. Yeah. <laughs> Cam F awesome. Uh, what would you like to say before we sign off here? Promote yourself. How can people get in touch with you? Find you? Whatever you want. This is your like little Cam F Awesome's corner. Cam's corner. Cool. Uh, what up? Uh, now, if you you looking for me, you can find me at Cam F Awesome uh, on all social media platforms and CamFAwesome.com. I still do school assemblies, but I do more work with corporate now. But either way, hit me up. Hit him up, everybody. Cam, this was awesome. I really appreciate you. Let's do this again, man. I, yeah, man. We had some cool little, uh, I think we can talk forever. Yeah. I just have to end it. We, we'll, we'll keep going. Let's save some for next time. All right. Sounds All good. All right. Bye.